talked about her job with the juvenile hall, some of her uh, early work as a teenager, and we just kind of talked about what's going on in general right now in, in the, um, just in life in general, but uh, yeah, the, there's a little, uh, the first five minutes are going to be rough because uh, I didn't have my mics and I was trying to use uh, uh, something else instead of the mics, but that didn't work out too well, but uh, after, probably after the uh, after five minutes in, everything sounds better, way better. The first few minutes is a little rough. Can't really hear much. I try to do my best to edit the first five minutes, but anything after that, after the five minutes, it should sound completely fine. And uh, yeah, it should be good after that. So uh, if you have any questions for me, if you guys want to talk, if you got anything, if you guys want to comment on my podcast, give me some tips, or you just want to talk shit to me because you don't fucking like it, or you don't fucking like me, that's completely fine. You could um, you could email me at elgatolocopodcast at gmail.com. So that will be E-L-G-A-T-O-L-O-C-O-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Or if you want to follow me on Instagram and Twitter, my Twitter and Instagram handle is the same one. It's at hello, I'm Juarez, H-E-L-L-O-I-M. J-U-A-R-E-Z. I'll do it a little slower. H-E-L-L-O-I-M-J-U-A-R-E-Z. And um, I'm starting to use my Snapchat a little more. So if you want to follow me on that, it's at... Um, it's at um, JDog209. So J-A-Y-D-O-G-G... Two zero nine. That's my Snapchat uh, handle. So yeah, um, yeah. So uh, I hope you guys had a good weekend, and um, that you guys have a good week or whenever you listen to it. Just I hope your day is just going well. So uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy it, and um, I will talk to you uh, next weekend again. Hopefully, um, if anything, if nothing comes up, you know, if we're not hit by a hurricane or an earthquake like everybody's saying. Uh, but yeah, hopefully, uh, yeah, I get to talk to you next weekend. So enjoy the rest of your week or day, uh, whatever you're doing. And, uh, yeah, talk to you guys later. Bye. And smoking big cigars, well, I know I had it coming. I know I can't be free. But those people keep a moving.
And that's what tortures me What exactly do you do where you work at right now? I work at Juvenile Hall. Juvenile Hall. Are you a correctional uh, officer? Yeah, we're considered correctional officer. I'm a supervisor there now. Mm, okay. But they just changed the titles. They were um, correction counselors until about February. They changed them. HR changed them to correctional officers, even though we don't get more pay, but whatever. So you guys have the same job as everybody else? Like everybody else? I, I supervise all the staff. Okay. And, well, I work on the units a lot with the kids, too, just because I like working with the kids. So. I mean, have you been working there, you said? 16 years. 16 years. Four more to retirement. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> How did you yeah. get that? How did you get that job there? Well, what made you go there? <laughs> You kind of did you did you like the job at first? Are you really into it? Um, no, because when you work at a group home, the kids all run around. They can hit you, and they don't really get charged for it and stuff. It's just like uh, part of the job. You can't really do hands-on with group home kids either in the state of California. So when I went to the hall, uh, we could put them in cells. At the group homes, they just go to their bedrooms, and most of them share a room, so they can get up and leave. Yeah, okay. It's different there because you can put them in their cell if they get in trouble. If they assault you, they get charges added by their probation. You stay longer there. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah. There's consequences there, okay. Mm -hmm. So, do you think they come out better or the same or they get worse being in the juvenile hole? So it's like a probation type of thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Probation ordered the UA testing, not the judge. But um, it's not doing him any good. 
he comes in and he's under the influence of meth. So what good are you doing? Keep him there for like three months, you know. Make him miss his school. Make him miss his friends. Make him miss his family if he has family or grandparents. The majority of our kids up there, grandparents are raising them. It's just a fact of life. So gotcha. Because their parents are on drugs or parents. And the other parents in prison. So. They don't have any programs for them to get better than... Um, Hold on, let me let me pause this real quick. Let's see. Hold on. I think we could just Alex. Let's see. Yeah. I think we just you just do this. It's better. It sounds better like that because it wasn't the volume wasn't going off. So I don't think it was recording too loud. Um, but you go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> oh, okay. So um, where were we? Huh? <laughs> oh, the programs. Right. And yeah, the programs. There, yeah. There are programs that probation has for the kids. Like, um, we have what's called space, where it's like drama class and theater, uh, music. And we've had a couple kids do that, where we allow them to leave on, um, I think it's Wednesday and Fridays they do the class. They're gone for like three hours and then come back, and they actually come back. We've actually had kids we let out to attend baseball or football practice and not actually come back so that doesn't work so well, um so you guys will go after them and they don't come back basically no, no? we just put out pickup orders and if we don't get, they get them caught within, again they just go back in mm -hmm. we don't get them within the 14 days the judge orders a warrant and then they're picked up mm -hmm. they're almost always brought back in a lot of that is because the parents will call Hello, it's out here doing They'll say, my kid's here, he's driving me nuts. I know he's got a pickup order, he's got a warrant. Come and get him. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're not the babysitter's pup. Can you call, you know, law enforcement and have them bring him in? I'll write up the booking sheet, but mm -hmm. we don't send our staff out to get kids. Never have, never yeah. will, so. That's not your... No. All you guys um, worry about is the hall itself, right? Safety and security, that's all we do with the kids. We don't talk about their court cases. We don't talk about the reason they're arrested. Um, if you do that, you put yourself at a huge risk to be subpoenaed to court, and you don't want to do that. Oh, to get close to the kids? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we have a few public defenders right now that if the kid will say, oh, well, Janet said I could do this or do that, mm. they'll say, oh, well, then let's have her come to court and tell the judge. Um, and we don't want to put ourselves in that kind of predicament. Well, that kind of sucks, though. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, do you feel like you could, you, you will be able to help some kids if you were able to like guide them a little bit? Oh, I guide them. You guide them. Okay. I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, which I, way we're talking about here? I, I, you know, my my kids always say, "Just tell me the truth," and I'll say, "Okay, now wait a minute. Do you want the truth or do you want it sugar Because <laughs> I don't believe in sugar cutting. So you know, if we're talking about something personal or whatever. Because I just don't believe in that. I never have. But on the flip side, some kids will say that I'm hard on them. 
but I'm probably one of the only few that gets a lot of letters and pictures and stuff from the kids later on through the years or after they leave. So I think I'm They remember you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. That's really good. Yeah. I mean, I feel like they'll just, I mean, if they, if they just keep putting them back in there, I don't feel like they're going to get any better. Right. And they just keep coming back. It's, it's, just, it's a repetitious exactly. story. Then. Yeah. Do you, do, um, you think there's an incentive to keep the kids in there too? Uh, is that how prison works too? You know how they have those private prisons that are for profit? And they like they have to maintain like a certain amount of, uh, no. you know. Our kids come back in because they love the juvenile hall. Mm. They love the food. It's <laughs> the best. Um, they, we give Christmas gifts out. We buy them birthday presents. We give them everything that they never got at home, basically, probably. So, mm. it's a lot on the privileged kids too, um, I'm sure. Yeah, on the holidays, Thanksgiving and Christmas, you can bet we're gonna get some kids come in. And they'll say, they call our hall a second home. Some kids, I remember a girl one time, never um, had a bedroom. Well, the situation was that they lived out in a rural town about an hour and a half away. They lived in a trailer with their dad. There were five kids and their dad had actually been in the hall in prison during the 30 years prior off and on. But when one of the probation officers went out there to check on a brother and sister, um, when he knocked on the trailer door and the father opened it, it was all dirt. It was gutted out. It was just a frame. That's all they had. So you can imagine some of their lives. So when she came in, the brother and sister both came in, but when she came in, because we don't share cell rooms, she was like, it was having her own bedroom, even though it's all cement slab and everything, mm-hmm. and a metal toilet. Well, she was happy with it. Yeah. She was happy to have a toothbrush. She was happy to have a brush. She was happy to shower and have clothing every day. Yeah. And you just wow. sit there and you're in awe going, oh my God, it's it's that little stuff that matters to them, though. Yeah. Like I got the that. basics of life. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. we all take for granted, uh-huh. they don't oh, yeah. get. Yeah, like I, for me, you know, since I was born in Mexico, I grew up there till I was 10. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I see a lot of that. Like, yeah. I mean, I was lucky enough. I mean, I, I was never really, you know, I want to say I was poor. I was living, you know, okay to my, you know, my parents were my, well, my dad was the one bringing in the money. We, mm-hmm. He made okay money. We got a house. Right. A little you house. Over your head yeah, I always down. had, you know, I never really <laughs> struggled, struggled, honestly. But I see all the kids around me because you, the whole, it's not like over here, over there. Mm-hmm. The whole vlog would come out and play. Yes. Everybody, yeah. all the kids would come out, and so mm-hmm. you get to see everybody, and everybody's story was different. There was a, there was a lot of kids there that, that didn't have shoes. Right. They didn't have shoes. Right. Oh, and so. this one town that I'm talking about is a lot like that. Okay. Um, very, very poor, and actually, ninety percent of the parent or parents are on drugs. They're on meth for sure, and they're probably alcoholics too. And as a matter of fact, you could go on YouTube and one street alone, it in the they're in the um, Indian housing section, and you can see needles, you can see empty baggies, all over out in the front of the houses on the ground. That's just one street. Mm. Yeah. Uh, one of the POs went into one of the homes, and he showed me this on YouTube. 
and they actually use a five gallon jug like for soap that you get. That was their bathroom that their dad had the kids use. Yeah. You're pooping in the bucket. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, that kind of, yeah, yeah. That's, well, that's, that's crazy. That's crazy, that's crazy right here. Yeah. I, I, uh, other than in Mexico, um, the ranches, most ranches were like that. Mm -hmm. You had a hole on the on the, on the floor, right. and you had to get your water from the well to take a shower. Mm -hmm. And I, I did that a few times, you know. But I, honestly, I didn't think anything of it. It was like whatever. I was still young, so anything you didn't that know I, any difference. yeah, I didn't know any difference. Yeah. So everything that I had there, everything that was just okay. Yeah. And, Everything when I came over here, I seen how much, how much, uh, um, how how little I was living on, right? Compared to where people live right. on over here, I was like, wow. Because how like snooty always... we all are, because we had yeah. so much and take it for granted and exactly, want more. Yeah, want yeah. More. That's yeah. the only and thing everybody strives for. Is a soda, yeah. like Instead one of... liter of soda over there will have to last you a week. Yeah. People on a sit down will drink the whole thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I want to sit down, and uh, and uh, and for us like a little fancy feast, it would be like eating the the top ramen noodles. Uh -huh. That was a fancy feast for us. Yeah. That was a treat over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but other than that, I mean, either way, I still like um, even though they, uh, they they eat a lot of a lot of tortillas over there. Uh -huh. But even though it was all it was all made there, they, they had like a at the corner store. We had a tortilla tortilla store. Basically, they were making fresh tortillas every day right and then you know they cooked the egg they, they, we ate a lot of eggs and beans mm -hmm. just the simple stuff and yeah. you know you're easy, you're able to get by with that mm -hmm. and you know now you don't need a lot and i think that would be better than all the stuff over here because it's cheaper over here to buy junk food uh -huh. than actual real and it's so readily available exactly, when yeah. you walk in a store it's right there in your always face. it's always they, in your face they don't yeah. they don't push your mm -hmm. they don't push the vegetables on you right. or good food they just push everything that's bad and over there that's a treat Mm -hmm. Junk food in Mexico yeah. was a treat. I think I'm pretty sure it's different now. I hear that there's a lot. All the chain restaurants they're down there too. McDonald's. Oh yeah, they're all moving down. They, I remember. Yeah, I remember before I came, there was a KFC that had just opened up a KFC, and mm -hmm. I was like, that was like, whoa, that's like a fancy. The thing. homes, the housing and stuff. When little Bill and Sue lived there, my aunt and uncle, um, they gave him a five-year contract and a, a home on the beach to build homes all along. When you first go into Mexico, um, God, I can't remember the name of that town. It's a pretty popular town, but um, all the homes and townhomes were built right there on the beach. And a lot he of was, Cancun, maybe? Somewhere tourist place? No, we weren't. Oh, it wasn't a tourist place? Oh, okay. It was, like, yeah. was it Rosarito? Yeah. Was it like going... Rosarito. Like, Rosarito. we just keep going South California? Because if you... If you keep going South California, then you'll probably hit like Baja California. We did. Probably do as They picked it. us up in San Diego, and then they lived. They didn't live in Rosarito, but we did go Rosarito. We didn't. That's not where they lived, but we did go through there. They lived about an hour into Mexico from mm -hmm. San Diego. Okay. So. Okay. So yeah, I'm pretty um, sure it was Baja California. But it was right on the beach. It was right beautiful. on the beach. Yeah. Gorgeous. A lot of people, a lot of people retire in Mexico. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I was terrified to go. I <laughs> oh my gosh, I remember. I had my passport. I, I went and seen a, a therapist about it. I was. I don't blame you. I was she, terrified because I kept getting these notifications on my Yahoo because I was trying to read the newspapers. Uh, about white people were getting well, women were getting raped right there in front of their husbands. 
their money taken, you know, um, all kinds of I stuff. I think I probably I could have been true back then, but like now, I feel like they don't mess with, with American tourists because it they just brings heat. It brings the heat to them. Yeah. They don't want the feds. Right. And with the cartel and everything. Exactly. Yeah, that's the, that's the biggest yes. thing. The cartel yep. thing. That's why they don't mess with tourists, American tourists, because mm-hmm. they know. If you a few Americans go missing, oh, they're gonna come yeah. looking. <laughs> I remember though we were driving down by where yeah. the cruise ships come in to dock. We went down there for the day, and um, I remember reading in one of the papers that I got on Yahoo about there was a picture and how these bandits had they were dressing as the police there, and they all had guns and there was little kids and stuff. So we're driving down where the cruises are and stuff, and we see this truck drive by, and I actually had a panic attack. I was <laughs> scared to death. Did but it there have was a bunch of people with guns in it. Yeah, assault yeah. rifles and I saw Uzi's that too when I, when I went there. Yeah. I freaked out. I was like, okay, I'm ready to leave. Yeah, let's yes. go right yeah. now. <laughs> like a whole truckload. Yeah, oh, regular people, with regular people, all guns. Yeah. open back, and yeah, and they're all wearing the bandanas, and you're like. Mm. Oh the, my God! Yeah, the thing is down there, like the, the first thing you know, when all the cartel stuff started going on. I mean, it's been going on for years, but when it started really getting bad, like really bad, people, the towns, they couldn't do anything basically because the cartel run. So people, they, you know, they, it was so much. Basically, something had to give, and then they just, you know what? We just we gotta protect ourselves, mm-hmm. and they started doing that. Yeah, they started yeah. doing that. So they used to cup on arms. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's why they say the yeah. Russian are the worst because you're right. The Hispanics down there in Mexico start taking back their own towns exactly. and their cities. Because either, either way, they're gonna die. If you right. know, if do they, something, do nothing, they're yes, gonna die. Right. <clears throat> exactly. That's why it was so. I watched that documentary. It was pretty hard. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow. And the bad thing about it is that you know the police don't want you doing that because it's vigilante. Right. You know, so they don't want you know because anybody can start killing people. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So basically, what they did. And it kind of just basically just a cycle. They basically they tell them, "Oh, you work for the police, and you you could do this." Mm-hmm. So basically, if you do that, then basically you go back to being a police and be corrupted again. And the whole cycle starts right. again because right. the police were doing anything now with the cartel. Yeah, because they were bought out. Right, and they, they were terrified. Exactly. The ones exactly. Yeah. And then out. some of them. And the thing is, some of them, the people that were you know basically being the rebels or the anarchists mm-hmm. there, trying to help the town. There was a lot of bad seeds in there that were just. Going into people's houses and stealing, stealing their money, raping mm-hmm. their wives, doing all. Do you, you know what the worst thing they were doing, and a lot of people don't know this, is taking the daughters. You don't hear about that a lot, but that was one thing that that put a person in in jeopardy to do what they were asked by cartel mm-hmm. was because they were taking their daughters from them. Yeah, they're ruthless mm-hmm. out there. They're, they don't care. Yeah, they, honestly, they don't. That's the, that's the thing. I don't know. If anything, America should be worried about that instead of having trying to start a war in the Middle East, because they're the only ones that could really go in Mexico and do something about the cartel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's and they're saying they're always bringing the drug war thing, but they don't do anything about it. They really that great wall trap oh, exactly. <laughs> so so stupid. Oh my yeah. God, it's just he's, so. He's ignorant. But people wanted him to run America like a business. He is running like a business, but he's running the business for him. For himself. Exactly. They got what they wanted. That's your business right there. He's doing it for himself. He doesn't care. I mean, I'm not really surprised about anything that he did, honestly. And I'm always, and I'm just expecting the worst from him Mm -hmm. this whole time. Yeah, you better, because it's going to get worse before it gets better. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, like, um, 
I feel like people over here take a lot of the stuff for granted, and I and I, I because I have a different point of view, not being not being born here, mm-hmm. coming from over there, like I I uh, when I came here illegally, my when my mom brought me here, uh-huh. um, I had more drive. I had I was going to school. I started working when I was fourteen. I had a full-time job. I, work, I was working at a warehouse, and then I would do school too. Okay. So I managed to finish high school with decent grades mm-hmm. and work in a full-time job. So I get into from 7:30 in the morning, get out like around 2:30, start my job at 3:30, get out at 12 at night, right. and manage to do my homework throughout the day mm-hmm. and go to school. And do it all and people and kids complain all the time that they can't even graduate high school. I was like, dude, that's the easiest thing you could do. Oh yeah. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. So that, that's what I'm saying. They just have it too easy. Here. They do. They take it for granted and they're lazy. Pure laziness. And another thing too, like all this other stuff that's going on with people getting all super defensive about anything people say or do mm-hmm. nowadays, they just have too much time on their hands. Yeah. <laughs> they got nothing else to yeah. worry about. They just start worrying about the little stuff. When you were just saying about high school, I remember there was a thing on Facebook about a girl Hispanic and... Um, her, her speech was about, you know, working and mm-hmm. doing high school and and her family didn't do a lot of the functions because they were afraid they'd be deported. And and she, I think actually she was illegal because she said, I'm here to stand up and tell you now. So I think that's what the moral of the story was. But I just thought, look at her because we got... Hundreds of thousands of you lazy asses who are like, who is she? But you guys aren't putting effort to do anything. She's working for scholarships. She's working mm-hmm. to help her mom keep, yeah. you know, the roof over their head and stuff. Yeah. Exactly. That's why. That's the reason I started working too to help my mom pay bills. Because mm-hmm. it was yeah. only her. It was she brought when we when we came over here. We had nothing. It was mm-hmm. only me and my sister and her, and that's it. My, you know, our, our family members helped us get over here. Right. They actually paid for the, you know, the, the coyote and stuff to get us through the, the borderline right. and stuff. Right. So, um, uh, it was, yeah, like, I, everybody had, like, I had, like, I, I was doing the same thing everybody was doing and, and some. Right. You know, that's why I don't, like. And not complain. And not complain. I right. just, I was just happy that I, you know, that I was able that to. you could be doing Exactly, it. yeah, mm-hmm. you know, that's why, you know. And I think, and and I see my cousins too. You know, the ones that are born here that had chances to go to college, and mm-hmm. and you know, since you know my, you know my some of my uncles and and aunts that were low income, they were able, they would have been able to get, you know, they were they were the citizens, they were able to get more financial aid to yes. go to school, mm-hmm. but they didn't take advantage of it. Some of them are still barely getting their, their GED right now, uh-huh. and I'm like, dude, you could have used that chance right. to do that. Yeah. And and I noticed that it's just because the people just have it so easy here that they mm-hmm. don't strive for more. And I noticed that when. I was when I when I got the DACA, the her act, the thing that the, the Trump took away now, uh-huh. to let illegal kids, you know, from you know, that came across the border to speak. Right. Honestly, when I got that, I got a little lazy. Not, yeah. not, not not completely, but I was just I didn't have as much drive. I was more I was getting more comfortable because I didn't have I was to worry. Just say, comfort, like, right? I was more yeah. comfortable. I was getting more comfortable. I was like kind of like ah, it's okay. I'll go to school later, or uh-huh. oh, I'll do this later. I'll just work right now. I I wasn't. Like before, I was trying to look, you know, trying to get, trying to go to school. I, I, I was looking for options. I remember when I was getting out of high school, the, the teachers would ask me, like, oh, have you applied to any colleges? And I'm like, oh, man. And, you know, I, I really didn't say much because I couldn't apply to colleges because I couldn't go. Uh-huh. I couldn't afford them or anything. Right. So I was just like, oh, no, just all, you know, all I had going for me was I work again. So basically, I just kind of 
got stuck working and then I started getting when I got my port permit to be able to work an actual good job here mm-hmm. I started working in American jobs and I got complacent and I didn't I didn't really strive for more right <laughs> it takes it until now just kind of like getting more matured and okay like I need to start building more for my future now mm-hmm. I'm getting more of a drive but some people just get stuck yeah and they just get a lot of people at work I just feel like they don't want to do anything else it's just that and I'm yeah. like I don't know how you just want to do that <laughs> yeah just to go down and do paperwork or anything exactly, it's too just, much just, that's that's a job in a, yeah. of itself yeah <laughs> exactly like I, I tell her like i want to you know in the future we could build our own little business i mean that's the best way to do anything nowadays mm-hmm. if you don't have a business then you're going to be working for somebody for the rest of your life yeah basically <laughs> be your own there, boss mm-hmm. do you get you, you get paid good at the no we don't no no yeah, it's kind of sad. Is it union or? Uh, no? Yeah, we have te- we're okay. teamsters now. Um, we separated from SEIU about. What 10 is that? Years. Is that a, the it's, union? It's a local union okay. up there for the rest of the county workers. Yeah, but because um, the sheriff's department next door was teamsters, uh, most of our POs one of us wanted us to go team search as well so we ended up breaking off so that was you think that's a bad switch or it, it's more for um for officers to have coverage like uh the police officers association so if something happened to us uh, if we got sued civilly uh-huh. we would have our attorneys through teamster mm, take yeah. care of all that and stuff so mm, gotcha, um, gotcha. there there are some perks to having it but just fighting that we're going through negotiations right now and trying to fight with the board members is trying to get paid more yeah because they took 12 percent away from us wow about <laughs> seven years ago Damn. that was when it was like 2008 right when the economy so, went, went down no I, th- I think it was i think it's been about eight seven or eight years it was after i started the graveyard. So that would have been 2009, 2010. Oh yeah, I guess so, because I was on days. Yeah, so around there. Yeah. But um. When I was like, everybody. But they were giving themselves raises and. Oh, oh yeah, that's how it works. You know, <laughs> political crap. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Right. Or they would retitle themselves. To get a raise. Uh, to get the raise. Yeah. yeah, they're really smart like that too. You see, I don't get like any all these companies that. They could have uh, better, way better workers if they just pay a little more. And then I'm losing yeah. much. They already got millions of dollars. Over a million, you're already good enough. Mm-hmm. Like, I live under 30 grand a year. I'm pretty sure they could do with one million a year. Yeah. <laughs> one million a year. Yeah. Or even one million a year less. Yeah. Right. Yeah, less. Spread that out over <laughs> the, your employees. Yeah, Spread like at our job, they got sued for some things. So now this year, none, no one got raises. Oh. So every year we got an evaluation. This is my first year, so I was hoping for a raise. So you know, basically, if you, our boss always tells us, oh, if, I, if I'm not giving you a raise, and yeah, I shouldn't even, you know, I shouldn't even, um, what do you say? Um, if I'm not giving you a raise, I'm not doing my job, or something like that. But I was like, okay. but it's, it's kind of like <laughs> is a, he giving himself a raise? Though? No, 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 no. I, I don't know. I'm not sure, but I don't think that's the thing that, that it's for everybody because we own a little bit of stock. So basically, mm-hmm. they pull from that money. Yeah. When stuff like that happens, especially or you know, like stuff that's not that we're causing, like we're causing the problems mm-hmm. ourselves. Like let's say we're you know messing up a lot. Like um, let's say we're making like the trash, we're mixing the trash, and that was like a few hundred dollars more. So mm-hmm. then we pull it out, out of our stock. 
Oh, okay. So it's like our all our mistakes, they all, you know, mm -hmm. and that time thing, it was just everybody's mistake, but, you know, they took it out of the whole pot. Right. So basically that's what, but yeah, if you just, a little more, it doesn't really hurt them. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about Nanny Oh. My <laughs> Yes. What about it? Or some interesting yes. stories. Some interesting like stories. what? Like, I know that there's some interesting stories about when you're a waitress. What was interesting about him? I was just a good kick-ass waitress. Okay, then. My personality. <laughs> it, it works. You got to have a good personality. That's what you got to have if you want those tips. Right. Oh, that was actually fun. So I, um, when did I Oh, so I had worked at the hospital in the x-ray department, and then they did a, a cutback. So they took one and two people out of each department. So me and a girl got laid off in x-ray. So my sister-in-law and brother lived in Dublin, so I'd stay down there three days a week and waitress at a French restaurant and then come back home. And one of the guys that I grew up in the neighborhood was stayed with the boys, so I doubt that was a lot of fun. Um, I just remember the story about the guy giving you the penny for a tip and you tracking him down. Oh, that was... Well, okay. Stonebridge Mall is right there. Like we had Macy's and a few other stores right there. <laughs> yeah, he was a real prick. Oh, tell the story. Well, he just he didn't want. I wasn't fast enough. First of all, for no, his liking. First of all, I think he was just a dick. <laughs> but um, <laughs> that was his personality. Uh -huh. But I wasn't quick enough, fast enough for him, and so. I went to cash him out or give him his ticket and stuff, and he actually just put it right there in front of me. And so I remember going in the back and talking to Sarah Dorian, saying, I'm going to kill the son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> By the time I went back out, he had already walked out and stuff. So I went and followed him and gave him his penny back and told him basically to <laughs> On the flip side, I always liked working the holidays because there was a, a father and son that came in right after um, Christmas to do exchange uh -huh. and so they had come in for lunch and it was a Saturday you know everybody wants to be home with their family and stuff I was like no nah, I'm all about the tips and everybody's <laughs> like you ain't gonna get nothing and I was like okay so this father and son came in and the son was probably about 11 or 12 and gave me a $40 tip. Oh, okay. So I was all excited. I was like, yeah. <laughs> and I made over $200 that day. Oh, so nice. So a few of the other waitresses were pretty upset. So the tip thing work. has always been like that then? Huh? It's always, uh, service had always worked for tips here? Or was Sir, the wage, was there a wage back then? No, too? actually back then we didn't, it wasn't automatically taken out of anybody's. Um, receipts or anything like now I can't stand that what is gratuity? it like 20 yeah the gratuity is like 10% I think no I think it's like 20 15 15 maybe no, I don't I think, think it's, it's 20 a, 20 is a lot is it 20 I think it is about 20% they're, I've heard that's what they're about. trying to get oh, I, I still yeah. like oh, yeah, the 10 no. <laughs> between 10 and 15 but I don't under, <laughs> I hate that they do that because there's so many people that don't tip Mm -hmm. that actually just don't even have the money to tip. They just want to go out once in a while for a yeah, great meal. That's the only reason, yeah, because yeah. they just want to get so away for a little So you can't fault them because mm -hmm. they want to have a date night but don't have, you yep. know, the right. 10 or 15 bucks to tip you. That's not their fault. So yeah. I'm glad I'm out of that. <laughs> but then after that, I did um, catering. Mm -hmm. 
That was awesome. We do weddings, anything but Ducks Unlimited. They suck. Them guys are the rudest. Grab your ass, turn around, knock them out. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was the one that I did do. I didn't do the second one. I refused to do it for Bruce, but um, he owned, um, what was it, Salisbury's Market there? Uh -huh. Yeah, Salisbury's Market and the meat and deli, and he did a catering business too. So I worked for him with the catering, and uh, we did that Ducks Unlimited, and then I'll never forget, it was about 107 that day. And we were in the, the Grange building, um, I don't remember the name of this, by the Great Festival, the next building over, mm -hmm. whatever that one's called. That's where they had their dinner and stuff. <clears throat> and so we got these plates and we're all carrying four plates, you know, all the waitresses, servers. And I'm going down and this guy <laughs> grabbed my ass and I turn around and dropped one of the plates on him because mm. I was pissed. <laughs> and there were 12 guys to a table, to a group. Uh -huh. And I got a $100 tip from one of his friends, I guess. But it was because he was such an asshole. Although the guy was pretty happy with me that I took care of myself. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not going to sit there and let anybody Let's do that do. crap. Yeah. That can't happen now. Yeah. Do that now? Oh, you're, yeah. you're in for a big Boy, trouble. I, I wish I'd have known that. But I think everybody was more loose with that kind of stuff back then, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, they. It wasn't, uh, you just, you either turn around and you said something. Or you slap them. <laughs> or you walked away and just hope that they didn't touch you again. The problem I have with stuff like that is that if one guy does it and then, you don't say nothing or then respond no, no, back, then all the other ones, yeah, I'm, yeah, I wasn't having that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, a couple weeks later we did a, a, a wedding out in Lockford. This dentist daughter got married she was a snot and actually I had talked to the father first and he was like there were three of us girls two of them didn't show up because it was so hot and they probably just didn't want to do it on the hillside but anyways he was like if anybody gives you any problems you know just let me know and I said nah don't worry about it I take care of myself <laughs> as long as you don't kick me he's like no nah, mom <laughs> but he was even saying his daughter was a snow it was so funny because you know he was so open with us and people back then they're really snotty and snooty I don't have time for any of that anyways we ended up going home Bruce and us three with like eight cases of champagne and Ooh, nice. good port wine. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like those catering stuff. When we used to do catering, you get to eat whatever you want mm -hmm. after. If they don't take it home, you can take it home. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of stuff out of there. So, yeah. yeah, they named me the centerpiece because every time we did weddings, generally at Hudson Square, um, I would get one of the centerpieces from somebody, <laughs> the bridesmaids or the bride, whoever. If I really liked him, I'd take him. I'd always ask first. Like, yeah. Well, so we Bruce and Norman. Then, from, yeah. We took a centerpiece from the craft piece. Oh, you yes. too? Well, you got that from your auntie. Call it for me. <laughs> what was it? Yeah, what was it? It was a pretty, I still have a little box in the, in the front room, but it's um, it was a little square box and it was full of like these 
green greenery and white flowers, and it was like yeah, it was a nice little arrangement. Oh, so if I take it, steal it from you, it's not really stealing if you already got it, right? <laughs> well, it was fresh flowers. It's <laughs> <out there. laughs> Is the box pretty? But the box is still in there. Yeah, see. But uh, it was the floral department. There's a floral class made it, so you know, nice. young kids and did it. That's why I always wanted them because um, you can get it now, pure 31 or whatever they're called. But anywhere, <laughs> uh, the the blown vases, you know, the taller ones and the fatter ones and stylish. I was I was addicted to those, and the flowers that were in them were always really gorgeous. Yeah. And then um, the Christmas wedding we did. It was the best. The bride and the groom got in the biggest fight and ended up not leaving <laughs> together because the groom was hitting on one of her <gasps> best friends. I shit you not. They were in the bathroom making out and stuff, <gasps> like the little hallway to the bathroom, the groom and the bridesmaid. Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like going around and we're cleaning yeah. and Bruce is like, we got to get out of here. Drama's <laughs> going on. Like, no, let's just hang out and take our time cleaning. <laughs> Anyways, they, uh, the bridesmaids had made, there were like 52 tables. And they had... 52 tables? Mm -hmm. Oh, there was tons of people. There was round cut mirror glass. Mm -hmm. And they, the little like, I don't know, 12 inch uh, Christmas trees. Mm -hmm. And then they had glued, hot glued pearls and red strings. Was it like around Christmas? It yeah, was. It was oh, a okay. Christmas Oh, Christmas theme. Yeah. Was okay. it on Christmas? No. No, well, we don't work Christmas. on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was like the first or second week of December. But, and then it had this really pretty um, holly berry that they had glued on the mirror. So I actually took two of those because I liked them so much and I wanted one on each piece of the glass on my table one on for Christmas. I still have them too. Oh my God. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah take advantage of it. Oh my goodness. So what else do you do after catering? Um, after catering, I quit catering because my brother was dying. So we stopped that. Mm -hmm. And then... Um, what did I do after that? I went, oh, I worked, I went back and worked for Bruce and the Dally for a little while until we moved up north. Had a really bad marriage. I'm going to go ahead and blame it on drugs because yeah. that's about all I can do. <laughs> Wasn't in the right frame of mind. Um, and then I left. We had to leave, so. We moved up north and started... Um, the, the way I found out about college and financial aid and stuff was I was looking through the newspaper one day and um, it had said something about Mendo College and free financial aid and your books are free and anything with the word free I thought was great at that time. <laughs> so I called Graham and asked her about it. I said, do you think I could qualify? And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, um, you know, 38 years old. How come you never told me this when I was 20 or 18? But anyways, um, I signed up for college. That's how I got into the college. Nice. Yeah. Uh, how many classes did you take? Well, I think I have like about 126 units total. I just went to college and I was going to go forever. The CEO at the college, our director, Peggy, she was like, you're never going to quit. 
you're never going to leave. And I said, no, not till you retire. <laughs> I, I couldn't decide what I wanted to do, mm. though, until um, until Rich you. came and he started talking to me about probation and the juvenile hall and stuff. Okay. Um, oh, that's what kind of... Mm-hmm. That's, that's what, what got the criminal justice going. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. And... <clears throat> He, you know, I asked, first I thought I wanted to be a PO, probation officer, for a long time, but they do more pushing the pen on paper than they do with they the really, kids. And they, I really, they don't, um, oh, what's it called, they don't, they're not looking out really after them, they're just kind of keeping track of them, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they don't have as much one-on-one -on -one that we do. We have it all day and night mm -hmm. long with them, so. Gotcha. Um, so you wanted, so basically the... You wanted to, did you go in trying to make a difference? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, good. absolutely. Good, good. Yeah. That's why I thought, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Some people just go for the pay. Yeah, they do. And we a can lot. tell which ones are there for the pay. You know what? You, when we do interviews for new staff, you have a gut feeling, you have that instinct, and you know yeah. whether they're going to be a fit or not. And, and you can weed them out if they're not, because they're on probation for a year, which is great to have a probationary period for anybody. So you feel that once they're and for money, you weed out quick or what? I'm sorry? The ones for the money yeah. get, get out quick? Well, yeah, because their personality is not going to last a full year trying to fake it till they make it. Mm. Nobody could do that. I'm sorry. You have to really care to last yeah. there, huh? Yeah. Just, I think it's the same thing when I was working in the kitchen with the cooks. I said, why would anybody want to do this for a living? It's so stressful. The, and, yeah, yeah. But they, they, well, the reason is just because they just love it. Even though they're so stressed, they love it. They, uh, yeah. they love it. The, yeah. They just love the whole the whole motion of it. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, I guess, man. Yeah, that's what, you know, different yeah. strokes for different folks. And, yeah. and, you know, why do people want to be ranchers out in the middle of 200-degree weather, you know, and farm <laughs> and ranch and... <laughs> Well, yeah, that's a lot of the necessary stuff, though. That's mm -hmm. big stuff. Like, I was, I feel like at some point, those are going to become the important jobs again. Because mm -hmm. there's so, so much technology right now. People are forgetting about, you know, what keeps the country back, you know, the backbone of the country. Right. All the farming. Well, we can only hope that it goes back to that a little bit. No, I'm sure. That, I'm sure. It's, uh, I've seen a few people on, online, you know, on social media. Like, a lot of them are, you know, they're, um, they're going into agriculture, but, like, this, there's it's becoming more scientifically done now yeah 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 so it's more it's getting so i'm pretty sure it's getting better too yeah. like i was telling but, her, but like, i think it's taken away from our farmers of america and stuff by that as well that, yeah that's true but, um and as well as the organic stuff i mean yeah no. people love those organic things but yeah I, I, don't, I don't think it's been a lot of organic stuff for a while now because everything's they mess with everything nowadays. Mm -hmm, they do. That's, that's how they. That's how food. That's how we get the food. Because mm -hmm. if they didn't mess with it, they wouldn't last long enough to get to deliver to anywhere. That's the truth. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, there's farmers markets. Uh, they're not big enough for supply like a whole city. Right. <laughs> they could be though. That's yeah. Yeah. Like I was. Yeah. Like I said before, like, I was telling her like a good idea would be like housing all the people that are unemployed, homeless people, put them out on a farm. Make them work. Yeah. Make yeah. them work. Make them make work the work the you know make them uh you know work for the, for a living like mm -hmm. they're basically you know raising their own plants their own but, thing. Well, most most homeless people are mental health 
Yes. Because well, people don't want to pay attention. Right, to and they, they don't have the capacity like you and I do, the normalcy to say, okay, I need you to go out and mow the lawn right now. Mm -hmm. They'd be like, uh, what are you talking about? Because they don't know. And a lot of them are schizophrenic. You mm -hmm. don't know it, but they are. That is, yeah, that's a mm -hmm. lot of ass. I've seen that a lot, especially like when I'm with friends, like go out to big cities, going down like downtown Sacramento. There's a lot of downtown Sacramento. Mm -hmm. San Francisco, there's a lot. Yeah. Oregon, there was a few, huh? Oh, yeah. And Portland's after that, got a lot up there. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's a lot, yeah, mm -hmm. but it wasn't too bad. I think it was like, Nate, what was the, the... I don't remember seeing that many. Yeah, it was, yeah that's what I'm saying. I was saying. It wasn't many, I don't think it was... Uh, probably because there was that Navy thing. But we did see them. Yeah, we did see them. near our hotel. Oh, yeah, we were like just... Just hanging out. Just around. randomly, yeah. Yeah, randomly. Yeah. But, yeah, but I mean... Uh, but I mean, for the for the most part, you could put them in a farm and have them live mm -hmm. there, and they could do something there. Yeah. Even haul hay, doing anything, like any little small right. thing, just to give them something to do. Yeah. And you know, provide for themselves, because all this stuff of having like, yeah, it's not good to try to you know take care of everybody, like give them everything for free. No. Mm -hmm. If they make people work, then that'd be way better for them. It keeps them busy right. and it's self sustained. That's Except what for was, you can't force people. Yeah, exactly. Like you can't force it, but I mean, because it's our God given right. Exactly. Not to do yes. Exactly. But you, you know, that's the thing. Um, they shouldn't be expecting help all the time either. That's a problem. Mm -hmm. and, and 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 even then, even help giving giving them help all the time, that's just enabling them. Mm -hmm. That's that's not always good either. They should be helping them. To. So they could help themselves. Well, see, we're pretty a, a, a pretty backward country because, as far as I'm concerned, and you, I'm sure you have seen this on Facebook, Jonathan. How is it that we only pay our armed services seven or eight hundred a month, treat them like shit, yet we pay millions and millions to football players, oh my God. baseball I knew you players? Oh were going there. <laughs> um, yes, my yes. cousin's a baseball player. I agree player with it. With I agree 30, with it. Thirty dollar. $30 million contract for five years, really? Um, yeah, What? how is that? Uh, people here, they value more entertainment than anything. Yeah. And it, even the important day, like I was, yeah, teachers, teachers should be getting paid more, doctors should get paid more, mm -hmm. scientists should be getting paid yeah, more. Teachers. The, yeah, definitely teachers yeah. should be way more money. Yeah, I think scientists get pretty pretty good well you, you gotta be like basically you gotta be like a top-notch basically if you really yeah. want to be making because i was telling her too like i was interested in scientific stuff but i don't know what i would do with it mm -hmm. anything that i will like kind of like physics or anything like i like i like all that stuff well, but that's the thing too i'm gonna butt in here uh -huh. because if you you get a job in science and technology you you may be putting yourself in a morally uh, oh, yeah. difficult situation because yes. you're gonna be Probably it's either one side or this this side or that side, mm -hmm. and you you have to make several decisions well, you throughout might be, your life. Probably, yeah, for that. you might be making doing the work for something you don't believe in, yes. but it's really good pay. Yeah, yeah. You know? oh yeah, yeah, especially yeah, especially all those. Well, they had those all those cases like the sugar thing. There was a band, sugar. They the sugar thing. They had doctors say back in the day that sugar wasn't causing any bad thing. Correct. It was all it was all fat, saturated mm -hmm. fats, and, and it, it was it was all a lie. Yeah. yeah. And all that's right. what made you know America so fat now. Right. Well, like the, right. All those research things that they come up with are are sponsored by big corporations yes. mm -hmm. to try to make them right. seem less 
Right. Well, we talk so much about obesity. Like we said earlier, you walk in a store and it's right there in your face. But our country's obese. We got to mm -hmm. take care of us. So we got to spend 30 or $40 for a two person meal to get a kid healthy again. Mm -hmm. But wait, we got all this crap we could feed them <laughs> yeah. instead. That's, for you know, $10. Cents. Yeah. Yeah. You can buy a loaf of bread. Yeah. Go to the Dollar City, you can buy a loaf of bread, a big old jar of peanut butter, a big old bar of jelly, and that's mm -hmm. it. That's your lunch mm -hmm. for the day. Yeah. You know, like for, no, for, for several days. Week. Yeah, yeah, like a week, week maybe at the most. Right. If, you, if you really make, if you really stretch it out, it lasts you a week. It's, you know? it's like HIV and AIDS. I, you know who Magic Johnson is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So how is it he had AIDS? I don't know. What's it been? Twenty-five. It's been Twenty. Yeah, twenty oh. plus years. I think he had almost the, thirty years. I think now. he uses a vaccine called money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because I I say the world is controlled on yeah. on the limit of people and when they need to sift them out. I don't care what anybody says because. <laughs> You can't tell me there's not an HIV cure that oh, there could is. be used yeah, yeah. for everybody, but you can guarantee the poor or the middle class aren't going to get it because we can't afford it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the Magic Johnsons of the world <laughs> can afford it and live a great life. Well, there's that one guy, uh, Michael, what's his name? He has a last, real last name, but people hated him because he raised the price of uh, this, oh, yeah. the uh, diabetes uh, medicine. I don't know what it's called. Yeah, it was just or the it, news I think it was the diabetes or HIV medicine, but it was it was, uh, it was was pretty cheap, like $13 a pill or something, uh -huh. but you took it up to like over $100 a pill. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, they, yeah, and then they did the EpiPen Yeah, thing. that too. That, oh, the yeah. that right after? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, that's, that's, yeah, yeah. that's not, <laughs> that's not right. But the thing is too, it all starts, I, I, like, I, I have, it's all from the food. Starts with the food. If people were eating healthier, they will have less health, health problems, problems. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that will cut down on everything, the obesity, right. and people wouldn't have to take as much medicine either. Right. But then you're you're taken away from the pharmaceutical companies and the politicians. Well, that's, and all that's that. what we so, want to do. Wow. Well, because they have because that that's what gives them the mo the power, the money. Yeah. And they, and they, they keep you basically Which like, is why they control us because we don't have the money and they're always going to have yeah, that. Yeah, they're always going to have the money. That's, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, the, it's just too big. Mm -hmm. The pharmaceutical companies mm -hmm. are way, oh, yeah. way too big. They're, they're so controlling. They, they, basically, they're the government, mm -hmm. not the politicians. No, they are. The politicians are just the face. Mm -hmm. They're the government. Yeah. They're the ones making the rules. They're the ones. They're, well, the they're ones literally going. controlling yes. people yeah. with drugs. Yes, they, they are. are. They are because they don't know. Yeah, uh, you can't even go to Canada or Mexico, Mexico anymore because they the prices have risen there too. It's still cheaper, but they've risen. They've like triple, quadruple prices in um, any kind of pills and stuff in the last five, ten years. Um, even antibiotics, you can hardly get them in Mexico anymore without it costing you an arm and a leg. Where yeah. you used to be able to just go and say, "Hey, I need a hundred pills." Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. My yeah. mom. Well, sometimes always some my uncles will go down. My aunts always like bring some antibiotics because mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. they always come in handy. Yeah. <laughs> they always come in handy. But, yeah. but I feel no. But that's the thing, though. It's so basically, you know, the the health the health system here is not it's not working towards gets to keep mm -hmm. it's not working towards making you healthier. It's working towards keeping you at a level where you don't it's, die. It's a control. It's keeping you sick, yeah. but you're not, they're not gonna right. let you die. They're gonna no. keep, you know, they wanna keep you just at, mm -hmm. a, at the edge, just so they can keep, you know, giving you medicine, keep charging the, the insurance companies, giving you medicine, mm -hmm. 
because yeah, it's a lot of stuff that you could, uh, you know, and it frustrates me because it's a lot of my family, and I just kind of tell my mom, <laughs> mm-hmm. my aunts, but they don't, they don't listen, and I'm like, oh, I just get frustrated. I guess, but I, I try to do the most. I try to like give tips to people, like help them out. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can start eating this. You can start doing this. But it's so hard. It's so we're just so planted in our ways now. Well, the thing is, it's just like if you. If you start a diet, I hate that word diet. If you start a diet, you you have to have that diet the rest of your life. Well, that's you, a- you can buy the the Jenny Crank food or <laughs> the, all that stuff. What? But you you have to do it for the rest of your life. Well, because you stop doing that in a year or two, paying three hundred dollars a month for the food or whatever, then you're going to be gaining weight plus more weight back. See, that's the thing, like, here, we're living so good that it's hard for us to not get fat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're eating Pampers. so good that yeah. it's hard for people to not get fat. And fast food, oh, they yeah. got it made. Exactly, they yeah. got it made, yeah. yeah. It's like, I got told, since uh, when, I, when, I put her on, when I put her on a diet, so I took her off, like, all the carbohydrates, but she wanted to get on it, I didn't know, like, you want to try it? that? Yeah. And, <laughs> Did you, when you start, like, as soon as you started coming off, like, not eating carbohydrates anymore or breads or anything like that, you were getting headaches, right? Yes. She was having a withdrawal of carbs. Yeah. Oh, Your body gets so addicted to them that yeah. you can't let it go. It's, right. it's, like, it's like being on Same heroin. With my coffee. It's like heroin. Uh-huh. It's like, the only thing is, the only reason it won't kill you because it's not as bad, it's not as powerful <laughs> right. as, right. like, a actual like, drug, but right. if it will eventually, it, it, it is killing you, but mm-hmm. slowly. Right. Really slowly. People don't notice it, but... You get addicted to it, and it's hard for people to, you know, that's why it's so hard mentally for people to get off, to get on any type of diet or get off of mm-hmm. any junk food because your body's addicted to it. Like, yeah. you know, your like, like you cigarettes. Yeah, like cigarettes. That's basically. why I need that chocolate. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right? Just like anything, the little things that, you know, the little thing that gives you to make you a little feel good, mm-hmm. that's a little thing that you're going to need mm-hmm. all the time. And your body's just so, so used right, to it, and especially right. years. You're talking about. People are eating like that for years. Yeah, of course. So forever. it's like forever. So it's just hard for them to like stop eating that. Yeah. And I and I understand because I've been on both sides. Like sometimes I have my days that I just see me like I go on a rampage. Uh-huh. I go on a binge, but because yeah. it's <laughs> my kind of like because I was. But it's just like for a day, not yeah, for yeah, a month. Yeah, for a while. Yeah. I think the most I've done is three days in a row, but yeah. <laughs> I stop. But I mean, but that's the thing. I always have that. It's like a little I snap, mm-hmm. kind of snap because I eat. I you know. I just know that I was so I was I rose really strict for a long time on my diet, uh-huh. and then there's some days I just snap. Yeah, and I just like I can't handle. But you the have diet. to indulge. Exactly, once that, in that a was. While. You I just mean, have to hide and find you're the You're working for a goal. Uh huh. For a healthy goal, yes. but once in a while it's okay. Yeah, it, that's the, that was a once in a while, but things it wasn't even it wasn't like a oh I'm gonna you know have a little treat. Yeah. I will literally like just eat <laughs> for three days <laughs> when I snapped. I was eating. Am I doing during my lunch breaks? I will go to the store, get like two or three donuts with some chocolate Ooh. milk for three days straight. I did that, and then when I got home, I would eat like three rolls of sushi and a, and a thing of uh, ice cream. Those three days oh, wow. in a row, <laughs> and I kind of just in a, and then the what next. What kind of ice cream? Ben and Jerry's. I love Ben and Jerry's. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, which one? Uh, well, it don't matter if you're. It don't matter. Yeah, it really class. matter. Right. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. I like the ones with the like with the caramel. Uh, Oh yeah, the standard, the standard, yeah. Oh, yeah. but yeah, but that's the thing. Like, I just kind of snap, and my mm-hmm. body just kind of like, 
It's like when you know when people relapse, relapse from from coming off drugs and they relapse and they go back on it. It's kind of like that. They honestly, go hard. they go yeah. hard. Some, yeah. That's what happens to a lot of them. A lot of them overdose because they just they just go. They just they, mm-hmm. they need to like basically. They bet you they they like kind of. I think I feel like it's just kind of like oh. I'm making up for lost time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's why a lot of people, you know, overdose and they relapse because mm-hmm. they just kind of just snap and it's just oh, right. They don't even. It's not like that. They're like, this is what they do because I've been around drug mm-hmm. addicts all my life. So you're a two hundred dollar a day heroin user, and then you get clean. You go through all the withdrawals and all that crap. Get clean and then you relapse. Well, you you can't go back to that two hundred dollars. You know, you can't do that $50 shot in the needle because you're clean now. Your body, like you say, it just mm-hmm. overloads and you overdose. Yeah. That's what people do. Exactly. Yeah, and I feel like that's how it kind of happens to me, even though it's not with drugs, but the food is the same thing. It's just as addictive as drugs. Mm-hmm. And that's... It is. And, and they, they, they actually they do Everything is addictive. Oh, yeah, everything There's is. There's nothing that's not it's kinda, Yeah, exactly. That's what I think to myself, like, man, I... Because, I, like, I stopped doing... I stopped drinking, like... Diet soda because it's really bad for you. That's why I told you about the stevia thing because it's made with stevia and stevia is not a chemical. It actually comes from a plant. Mm-hmm. And the, but for diet sodas and diet drinks, mm-hmm. they use chemicals. Yeah, it's yeah. all that art. Yeah, it's, it's all the process there. in it's, between. Exactly, and they're so, so potent. And, yeah. So potent that they just just a little bit and that's enough for it that your body doesn't really they don't doesn't met, met up, metabolize it. Uh-huh. So that's why you don't get calories from it. That's the reason that it basically goes unnoticed in your body. Uh-huh. That's why it goes unnoticed. But it's so, they're, I'm not sure how, it's hard for them to tell us right now, but there there might be bad consequences, good consequences, mm-hmm. but oh, with anything. Bad but, yeah, there's bad consequences, but with anything that you overdo, it's going to be something bad. Well, it's, it's just like uh, Cheetos or any of those. Yes. There's always going to be something chemically in there that has the addiction to hook the person. Yeah, there was uh, something, I wonder what some guy said, uh, what did he say? Something, there's no free... Uh, biological lunch basically so basically yeah, anything yeah and it's something that you do is gonna have some some kind of reaction to mm-hmm. it and yeah that's it but mm-hmm. yeah but they actually they do do that with food they actually they made them so they're addictive like the pringles thing they actually have scientists working oh, yeah. on it having to, okay how what kind of flavors what what can we put in here so people mm-hmm. won't stop eating them yeah and they do and they've again, been doing that for years, oh, years, and years they yeah. know this is a whole business they this is like a cattle you know mm-hmm. what i mean they, they gotta eat the masses yeah. They gotta give them what they want, <laughs> and then they're all competing. Like cattle, so yeah, much. like cattle. They just find everybody else because to keep to keep right. them there. Because if the people, they don't want people to get healthy. If people were healthy, they wouldn't be in any of that they junk food. They wouldn't be in business. <laughs> <laughs> so how was your day, baby? <laughs> so good. <laughs> I had so much good food yeah. with my good man. <laughs> <laughs> what? Can you pause this stuff? Recording? Yeah, still recording, but I can just cut that out. Do you edit it? Okay. Yeah, I'll cut it out.
Wait, what is it? Put it out around an hour. Cut that out. What? I love Arnold. Oh, no, you don't. Yes, I do. I think no, it's, you don't. It's fine. You don't have to put it on the You don't have to put it on the Oh, okay. It's recording right from, it's, it's just been recording from there. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Um, you were telling us a story on the way home from Walmart. For your, your I was? Yes. About what? The 14-year-old. About the 14-year-old kid. Oh, yeah. So, so this boy came in for shooting three other boys. He just turned 14. And they're gonna charge him as an adult because they they consider it premeditated for one because he's walking around with a gun in his pocket. And <clears throat> with uh, shootings and killings and stuff, one thing is that if if you if I shoot you, that's one thing. But then when I go to her and do it, see, it's already premeditated because I sh I know better to stop at the first. Uh -huh. I'm like, oh my God, what'd I do? I don't just keep shooting. He shot three different kids. So he'll definitely be tried as an adult. Just for that reason. Um, did, they, how did, he, did he get to where he, did they know where he got the gun from? Um, I don't know because I haven't been back to work. I just, gotcha. one of the other supervisors um, was texting and calling me the other night to let me know that he had come oh, in. Okay. So um, he came in Thursday night. So. So you guys can always get a brief on all the kids' cases? Um, a briefing or just because that was just when, a big... When we go into work, we uh -huh. do, but when it's a big case like that. Everybody kind of Because I was coming in the next day, mm -hmm. so, yeah. Give you your heads up, like, this is what's going on. Yeah. So you talk to the kid then? I did meet him, but um, like I said earlier, we don't talk to the kids. Mm -hmm. I don't... I won't go in depth with a kid like that, nor will I get um, close to him. For one... Um, I, I think his life's over, basically, because he's going to be in the hall probably till he's 18. And then he's either going to go, well, the CYAs are pretty much closed down. There's only like two open down south, but um, they'll send him to uh, San Quentin for a 90-day eval to see what prison to put him in. So... It's, it doesn't do any good for us to get attached to these kids. Uh -huh. We did it once with a, a boy that who was, was working life. who did murder his sister's boyfriend. Wow. And he was charged as an adult because it was premeditated in that, uh, and, and it was on the Indian roads too, but <clears throat> the sister was getting beat up by her boyfriend constantly all the time, and he was in and out of their house. Uh, their mother was an alcoholic. She wasn't around much. The two older sisters were drug meth users in and out. So, um, this boy just snapped one day, one night actually, and he knew that his mom had a gun buried out in the dirt somewhere. Mm -hmm. How he knew that, he never did say, but it was registered to the mother. The boyfriend beat up his sister. He left. <clears throat> And our boy found a ride to the town about a mile and a half away. The guy was in the parking lot drinking, and he was in a van. And our boy went up and shot him execution style twice in the head. Mm -hmm. So he left his property. The, the guy who was killed left 
the property after beating a girlfriend up. But the boy thought about it. He knew where the gun was. He went and dug it up. And then he got, I think he went on his bicycle, if I'm not mistaken, and went looking for the boyfriend and shot him. Well, I mean, so, what do you expect? It's a young boy. He's just trying to protect his sister. Right, right. I mean, I don't think that should be... Right. It should be something, they should give him the life of that, well, if anything. The case as it was, uh, the sister did testify against her brother. Really? On the wow. behalf of the boyfriend, and what her statements were, a couple of them, was that her brother had been seeing it for a couple years. Um, he was used to, he, he had no reason to snap that night. And if he had a problem, he actually should have talked to her or their mother first. That wouldn't have done anything. I, so, yeah. That didn't help him much at all. I know, either. yeah. Yeah, because so. I, well, you know, from I know from experience how that goes, you know, because. Mm -hmm. you don't turn it in. Yeah, exactly. You don't call the cops, yeah. Well, my sister, she, well, her, her, um, her, uh, her kid's dad, the baby daddy, uh, yeah, he, you, uh, I wouldn't say he bit her, but yeah, he will put hands on her. Mm -hmm. She tased her a few times. Mm -hmm. And my sister's, you know, I think when girls are in relationships like that, they kind of, they just, so it's a it's mental control, you know? She will go back with him. Mm -hmm. She wouldn't leave him at all. Like, I'm like, what is she doing? And I don't know if she, he's in jail right now, but I'm, I'm happy that he is in jail right now because he really, even he wasn't there for the kid when he was born. Right. He wasn't there after that. Not that I want him there because either way, he wasn't going to do the kid any good. No, that's not going to be good. Yeah, he would use his excuse that his mom died and all this stuff. I was like, no, you're you're just a piece of shit. You know, you can't be using the excuse that your mom died to be a piece of shit. Because mm -hmm. you know, my sister will always, what will get me mad is that my mom will enable my sister. So my sister, my mom will be taking care of her, of him, of her and him mm -hmm. all the time, and that will piss me off. Like, yeah. why do you take care of them? Right. Let her be with him. If she wants to live a shitty life with him, let her. Mm -hmm. You don't, you can't be helping both of them. Like, because she will basically take. Like, he, will, he would be lazy. He wouldn't work. Mm -hmm. And he, he wouldn't want my sister to work because he was just a jealous guy. You know, oh, yeah. He, yeah it's, like, you know, it's, he was it's a, all about Yeah, manipulative, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so my mom will have to take care of them. I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. And that because really, it's her daughter. It's, it's, I know, it's, that's the thing. Like, from a logical point, I was like, what are you yeah. doing? Like, that's, you just, in, the more you're helping her, the more she's going to be keep doing it. And that's what pisses me off. Like, yeah, and I got it. I got I, There was a few times I was about to, I was about to, uh, about to get in a fight with the guy, mm -hmm. but the only reason I, I, I actually, I, I, I didn't talk to my sister for about three years, uh -huh. and we lived in the house for like two years in the same house for like two years together, and we didn't talk to each other. Yeah. The only reason she was there mm -hmm. because of my mom. That's pretty much it. But other than that, because it was me and my mom that that had the place, and she would just stay there every time. He'll kick her out or right. whatever, you know. He'll take her his her car and drive around and do all this dumb stuff, you know. So that's why that's why I get I, I kind of get the point of view of that kid, of mm -hmm. why one day he would just snap and do it, you yeah. know. So that's why I think it's pretty unfair for to, for them to do that and not and not kind of like I don't know if they have like a. I don't think he should have been charged as an adult personally, but. Um, <clears throat> And, and again, that's where the attachment comes in because some of us get more attached with one kid and that kid um, leeches onto us more than other staff per se. So, so then you got the, um, 
the mixing of staff and what we believe in and like if I say something you know well Sherry he, I don't agree with that because you know this happened or that happened and she's like well I don't agree with you because then we got conflict within the hall with the kids too so and we learned a huge lesson with that boy huge um, and then so then he's tried and he's sentenced to he got eight years. Okay. He ended up doing eight years. Um, he left and he, we sent him to um, the Seaway in Ione before it closed down for, we used to do the 90 day evals there. And he came back and he was a total different person. He was um, Mentally institutionalized is the only way I can say it because we had him for four years. He, how, how is it going to be anything other than that? You know, especially he, those years, that's the biggest years. Yeah, that's his teenage life. He lost some of his being a kid and growing up and stuff. You know, he lost all that. Um, so he changed after 90 days. When he went to the YA, there were some hardcore kids in there. And he came back and he was just a brick to all of us. Um, he treated us like shit. He talked to us like shit. And so much so that after his fifth day, our boss at that time walked him over to the jail next door. He could have stayed with us for up to a year. But he was like, no. And our boss I'm not was having like, uh -uh, that. No. But I'll never forget that he said that we made him that way. You guys made him that way? He said that we did because he was there for four years. I mean. But he yeah. didn't change until after he went to the yeah. evaluation. Yeah. I think he, I probably they were like, this is what they're doing to you. Just, you know, like just kind of, he probably went back and moved his head and looked like, oh, you're right. They're doing it all. They were then, they just kept me locked up. And I, I think he was mad because when he went to the YA, there, there, there were so many kids that were hardcore there. And um, you don't go there until you turn 18. And, we, and we're like a daycare center at the juvenile hall. That's why the kids love coming. I swear to God, they get everything they want. Um, so so we, we sheltered him. We protected him. You know, we gave him everything he wanted, you know. Um, in the evening sometimes, we would just let him out outside of the regular program just so... He could play ball with a couple of the guys' staff and act like a teenager out on the quad, you know, have a basketball game with them or something, you know. Um, we had to give him something extra like that in order for him to keep his sanity is what I believe. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's the way I see it. Yeah. yeah. Um, the reason being because when you see so many other kids around you coming in and leaving and coming back in, he used to get so mad over that all these kids were leaving and then turn around and come back in a week or two later and he never got to leave and he knew he was I never that was getting to him yeah. like, oh you yeah. gotta get to live and you guys come back uh-huh and okay. he used to Blowing get in fights with them you know not physical he only got one physical fight but um yeah he talked hell of shit to them and did he have a right to do it yes it depends on how you look at it uh -huh. you know yeah and, yeah it's all either way some people yeah. like yeah, I'll be the same way. Like, mm -hmm. I, like I myself, like people that waste yeah. their, they're wasting their, 
their opportunities. It yeah, makes me mad, but at the same thing, time, right. like, on the flip side, yeah, the like, kids yeah. are like, well, I didn't shoot somebody. Yeah. He did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's exactly. how kids talk to each yeah, other. Like, right. Yeah, exactly. Right. And that's what they said to yeah, him. Yeah. 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 But I mean, valid. <laughs> yeah. And kids, kids are hardcore. They're mean. They're oh cruel. yeah, kids will say whatever. Well, they yeah. Do. I got really down, I, I ran with a few really bad kids back then, but I mean, I think for me it was mostly that I, I was. Cause I didn't grow up with my, my basically my mom raised me. Like my mom raised mm-hmm. me and my grandma. It was all women in the house. It yeah. was my mom, my grandma, my sister, and me. And then, you know, I kind of was the man of the house the yeah. entire time. So basically, I was raised by them. So I was basically just luck to look on to other, you know, kids probably older than me or so. I probably look up to them more as, you know, I don't know, father figures, but just some like guidance. Yeah, how you should act. Or something like to do, like, oh, I want to do what they're doing. Yeah. So basically, I ran with a lot of bad kids, uh-huh. and they were bad kids. I mean, <laughs> uh, well, basically, it took me getting my ass beat, they stole my car, for me to I be like, oh yeah, I, I can't, I, I can't be messing with these people. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Like the cops, because I this I, isn't as fun as oh, I yeah. thought it was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hardcore. Yeah, I was like, yeah, this is not because I went home. I called you know, I had already. When they, they stole my car, I was, you know, stranded with a few friends. So we had to, like, mm-hmm. I was, like, knocking on doors, walking, like, can, can I use your phone? I need to use your phone. Mm-hmm. So I called my mom. She called the cops, reported the car stolen. And then, um, what's it called? Yeah, so by the time they got to the house, you know, the, the cops were, like, because uh, I was drinking, too, you know. Mm-hmm. So they smelled the beer in my breath. They're, like, if you crash your car, we find a crash, you're going to go to jail. Cause you know they, cause they, you know they, they thought I was lying that somebody stole my car. Uh-huh. They, they probably just thinking that I was trying to cover my ass with right, drinking and, right. and driving or whatever. I was like, and I was like, well, we're like I don't, you know, I'm not lying. They, you know, yeah. So you know, we ended up finding the car. It was, it was, it was like a minor scratch here and there, but it was, it was all together. Uh-huh. It still, it was still, you know, drivable and everything. We found the car. They're taking like fingerprints. They had like, they were just, I guess they were just out. They were just having a joyride with the car mm-hmm. basically. They didn't really do much. So they just left it at some neighborhood, like where all the little, all the little friends will hang out. That was a right. little spot that just left it there, and you know the cops got there, and then the cops came with, you know, they came with the mug shut, the mug shuts to my house. Uh-huh. You know the guys were there, but I was like, I'm done. I don't, don't want to deal with it. I don't know. No one's there. Like I said, no one's there. They were there on the mug shots, uh-huh. all the guys. Yeah. But I was like, I don't even want to deal yeah, with it. Yeah, you don't want to put yourself uh, in yeah, that no, situation. I was like, I was like yeah, just yeah. you know what? Repercussions exactly, are not Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I was just like. I was just, you know what, and I had to, that, that, it happened during the summer, so I was going from sophomore to junior year, so at that time I would switch schools, and it was a whole different story. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the type, it was a whole different crowd, I changed a lot, yeah. thanks to that, to that little thing that happened. That wake up call? Yeah, that ass whooping that I needed. <laughs> 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 and did you stand there and go, how the hell did they just take my car from me? That's oh, my car? Yeah, exactly. I was like, yeah. Like, and I, I think I, I didn't hurt as much because I was drunk when that happened. When they, when they, because yeah. it was a, it was four guys. And one of them had brass knuckles. Oh. Yeah, and they all ganged up on me. And then, mm-hmm. I, and then they just kind of, they couldn't do anything. That's it. They just took the car and I was like, what are you going to do? It. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that, you know, I was a, I mean, I was a I was a big guy, but I was I wasn't I wasn't a tough kid like, at all, and that was that was one of the main reasons I realized too. I was like, oh yeah, I should have never been running with these kids uh-huh. in the first place because I I never had to, I seen their point of view, I seen their mentality that they had, like I mm-hmm. knew where they were coming from, 
but I never had that mentality myself, so yeah. I was kind of like, I was in the right crowd. Yeah. And plus the thing though, running with that crowd made me like, okay, I understand these people, the, you, know, the, you know, the other side, or you know, the cow, mm -hmm. they just brought up like that. They were, they all grew up like that. Yeah. Uh, there was a, I remember. And they don't know any different. They don't know, yeah, they, that's how they grew up. Because yeah. uh, a lot of the, the people that live in the, it's in Stockton, so it's a lot of the South side part of Stockton. Uh -huh. A lot of the, you know, their parents grew up like that too. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, they grew up. I remember it was, we didn't really have security guards. In, uh, I went to Edison my freshman and sophomore year, Edison High School, and in Stockton. We don't really have much security guards. They had cops. They were just uh -huh. cops. They had patrol cars in the school. There was, because it got that bad. Every day we'll have a random search. They'll pick any random room to search it. Oh, really? They, they, they always find something. Do they search everybody? Yeah, they search everybody in the room, yeah. It's a random search every day. Wow. They got my... They have females there to search the girls? Uh, yeah, they have female security guards to search the girls. Uh-huh. And then, you know, but the, the, the ones in the research, the searches were the security people. Uh -huh. So, they, you know, it was a security guard, uh, a male and a, and a female. So, they will come in and start searching everybody. They'll, you know, uh -huh. look at your backpack and, and stuff. And they know they did stuff like that in schools. Well, that my school they did. Because wow. <laughs> it, it, it was just that bad. something every day. Yeah, because they found yeah. something every day. That, that day, when they searched my class one time, the kid had a, a Bjorden stick, but it was full with weed. He was selling it, so they got it right there. So that's what they did it for the most because they knew they were going to find something either yeah. way. No matter what, they will find something because it was, it was just, the school was just, it was just that bad at that time. When my grandson Joshi was at Cal Pelo, one of the Indian boys in first grade brought a gun to school. He was mad at another kid. And he had said something to one of the boys in the bathroom about having it or showed it to him or something, and the kid went and told the teacher, yeah. Good, good. I remember being floored. I was like, I, that's just unbelievable to me. Oh, my friend. <laughs> He was a, he's going to Delta too, and he sent me a video, he was recording this guy, I guess he, he, he was on his computer, he was looking up assault rifles on his computer. And In I, class. And I was like, dude, you gotta say something, like, tell him yeah. to check his, like she was saying, oh, they can't do anything, but I was like, just tell him to check his, because he's using he their wife, the he's using, the, yeah, yeah, he's, he's yeah. checking, he's, he's using their wife from the school, so they mm -hmm. could they they have the right to That's see what legal yeah, property. yeah yeah they have to they have the right to look Absolutely. through if you're using their Wi-Fi they have to, they have the right to look at all mm -hmm. the shit that you're doing mm -hmm. on your while you're Once on you step on uh, oh yeah de exactly yeah definitely you lost yeah. your rights because they exactly. have them all yeah. exactly I was like dude you gotta say something because he? he's not looking for a, I don't know if he did I gotta talk to him again but uh, did, yeah yeah I told him I told him dude you gotta say something because that's not mm -hmm. cool because either because either you know. He's not looking at rifles for hunting. He's not looking like a handgun for home protection. Not he's looking doing, at not he's looking at term paper. Not, <laughs> yeah. He's looking at a assault rifle. Those aren't for anything but killing. Yeah. Those aren't dead. That's pretty mm -hmm. much what you can do with an assault rifle. Just that that's the worst thing about our technology is uh, opening up cyberspace to the world. It should have never did it. Uh, well, I mean, it's it's with anything. Anything's gonna have its good side and its bad side. Yeah, they could have controlled it though. I think. Well, that's the thing, though, that if it gets to look control... Look at all the porn. Look at all the <laughs> pedophiles. Oh, I do. <laughs> look at Craigslist. But the thing is... The, the murders. The thing is, all that was out there already. Yeah, but it wasn't as easy It wasn't as accessible. accessible. It wasn't yeah. as, you, You're right about it's that. It's readily and easily. Exactly. Yeah. You're right about that, but for, you know, for that's the thing. People want to people wanna be uh, more comfortable. Yeah. People want to be looking for... Um, 
convenience. Yeah. And convenience is always going to win about anything. Mm -hmm. When there's demand, there's going to be supply. Right. And that's it. it yeah. Even if it wouldn't, if it wouldn't have happened in our generation, like like right now, this moment uh -huh. in time, it would have probably happened about the next a hundred years, you right. know, or. 20, 50 they years. Have, they should have controlled it like they do HIV and uh, anything else, though. Yeah, That's but how I feel. I don't think they knew how big it was going to be. Because mm -hmm. I know a lot of them mm -hmm. were skeptical. Like People were like, oh, email? Yeah. I said, what the fuck is this yeah. thing? Let's just go back to our pages. True. It, they, you yeah. know, that's the thing. If people don't, they don't, they, we can't predict the impact of anything. That's right. a bad thing about all the stuff in the yeah, technology. I don't, I don't think they, uh, you're right about that. They didn't foresee the future for like, um, murder and mm -hmm. and rapes and yeah, exactly. child pornography cyberbullying and, cyber yeah. and yeah. stuff yeah like. yeah cyberbullying a big big huge problem but the thing, like i feel like i was telling her it's it's not taking a few generations it could get better but it's not taking a few generations it won't be right now because we're no, probably in about the next 20 30 years maybe yeah it's gonna be hard to get any kind of control on it though yeah, yeah, but I think, but I think you don't want them to control it either, because if they control well, it, that's true too. That's if they start controlling it, then they're gonna start controlling that, everything. That's like putting everything. a chip in all exactly, of Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, um, what was I gonna say? Um, I'm sure about this the thing. I want chips put in my grandkids, but I want it for like <laughs> kidnapping reasons, things like that. <laughs> Nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think there's a company in Virginia that started putting chips they, in their, they their employees. Did, yeah. mm -hmm. So yeah. they could just swipe their hand or whatever they do, and they're yeah. already it. Well, yeah, basically, yeah, it's going to go down to that. And I guess some airlines are taking your your uh, fingerprints. So you don't have to bring in your anything, your personal information. As long as it's up to date, your, your, uh, your profile will have everything up to date. You just scan your fingerprint, you go right in, and then we don't have to check every single paperwork. Wow. If it's a little dry. But mm -hmm. that's the thing, though, you know, they haven't wait. The the convenience is taking away our freedom. And like I was telling her, well, not our, not our, our, our sir, privacy. Our privacy yeah, is taking away our privacy. Away our privacy. Sure. Convenience mm -hmm. is taking away our privacy. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling her, like, I was thinking, too, of privacy. Our, our personal information is going to become currency. Yeah. Like right now it's currency right now, but I, we don't really see it. I hate that you can go online and type in my name and my <laughs> address and phone number where I work comes up. Oh, that, yeah. I mean, it won't on me now because I work for law enforcement, uh -huh. but I hate that you can do that. Oh, so they, if you're in law enforcement, they, mm -hmm. they block everything? It's blocked, Okay. Yeah. Well, oh, man, that's a good person yeah. to get in there then. <laughs> but I don't like that. Yeah. You, you don't even have to pay money. You could go to the site. You know what you could do? I, I was like, I was looking at, I was online looking at insurance, car insurance quotes. You put in your information and you have the history of every car you drove. Listen, I, I've been thinking about car shopping, kind uh -huh. of doing it. So I went online the other night and uh, I did our local uh, dealership. I typed in my name and my address and phone number came right up and I was pissed. So I told my boss, our DMV, I have to renew it because actually mine will show up if you put me online now. Uh -huh. We have to renew it every 10 years. I didn't know that. Nobody told me. Oh, like the block? Oh, you hadn't yeah. renewed it. That's why you yeah. it came up. I still haven't renewed it, but I'm going to. Yeah. yeah. But we have to renew with DMV every 10 years. Well, yeah. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. But to know that my phone number... <laughs> 
and my address both popped right up after putting my name in and my zip yeah. code. I was, I was just pissed. I was just telling my dad that, complaining about the P.O. box, just because I don't, you know, I don't go check it often <clears> enough. <throat> I feel bad. But he's like, well, why don't you just get the mail sent here? And I said, well, I kind of like not having yeah. my physical address Absolutely. attached to everything. That's a fact. That yeah. has my name on it. Yeah, and keep that P.O. box. Yeah, I was like, that's the main reason. I just like a little bit of space <laughs> yeah. from like having that sort but, of But I mean, that's like for our generation now, it's, that's it. We're done. That's yeah. Not, yeah, it's all Just connected. having a phone, that's it. You're already there. Like, they mm-hmm. know. Oh, they, li- they, they, they listen to us, to our, to what we talk about. Yes. It's, they, 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 I don't know if you, when you're browsing online, you get ads. And this seems like they're specific to you. For some that you probably searched something in the past something that they are uh-huh. they are customized to you because there's sometimes that i start looking up like i was telling her about uh because i wanted to like probably start you know buying gold and start mm-hmm. investing in gold and you know i typed in you know i was looking it up and then i noticed when i was browsing the web and just random websites that i was looking up like articles and stuff the the the, the exact advertising for what i was looking for was there and, oh, yeah. this, and this other supplement store that I like, some some workout supplement store that I was looking at, there too. Uh-huh. It was like, it was, it caters to you now. Yeah. That's how it yeah. is. Anything. For everything. Your political views, your, 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 oh, yeah. your, your you know, just your, your, you know, the stuff that you buy mm-hmm. day, on the daily. Yeah, and, after doing that on Facebook, um, I think it was the next morning, uh, I had all these car dealerships from... Santa Rosa oh, yeah. pop up on oh, the side. Yeah. yeah. They know when you Yeah, if they the, know you're looking for know, something yeah. to buy. Yeah. Oh, they're like, oh, she's oh, yeah. looking for something to buy. Let's <laughs> give her these yeah, options. Let's get her first. Yep. <laughs> yep. Exactly. That's say. Every single thing that you type on your computer, mm-hmm. it's already being recorded, it's being tracked. Yep. They have all the algorithms to figure out, oh, if you like this, you're going to like this too. Mm-hmm. You're going to like this too. Yeah. And, now, and I was, I don't know if you know about Twitter. It's more like it's Twitter, but basically it's like it's like like Facebook, but like Instant. like quick, yeah. it's quick, instant. Like people, you comment something, and a lot of people because they are gonna see it, and if you say something messed up, they're gonna get on you mm-hmm. quick. Yeah, it happens a lot. So this, so yeah, I'll, like, what's it going with that? What's it called? Um, what's going with that? Um, I forgot. <laughs> but uh, hold on. Let's the see. Instagram. Instagram. Is that like Twitter too? Well, that's like yeah. that's more mostly for pictures, I think. For Instagram, oh. it's a little more pictures, but you know, it's a. Uh, oh yeah, well, I don't remember what I was getting at. Okay, I was looking on Twitter and uh, and then you know I look like uh, people that are, you know they're like you know they have like a Trump picture on their profile and their American MAGA and all that stuff, and I look at it, and it's catered. Their their comments are catered to that. Like oh, you know just. Oh, oh yeah let's make America great again this, this and that yeah. oh fuck the liberals this 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 like it's all that like so whatever you're thinking your phone is gonna show you all the people that are thinking the same thing so it's hard for people to like get away from their point of views because they're catering yeah. their point of views so much and you know they cater the negative the negative point not the negative things about their of the people's point of view uh-huh. and they're, they're just catered to you so that's why people can't get out of their mindset Oh, okay. Of how we you know the the way they see things because okay. their phone is always just giving them what they want to see. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. And that's a really bad thing. Yeah. That's a that really is. bad thing. Yes, it is. Because like I see my mom, I see it on my mom. Anything she hears on the TV, she believes it. 
anything. <laughs> anything. <laughs> anything. Oh my God, it drives me she nuts. She got to quit watching TV. Oh my God. <laughs> but that's the thing. You know, she's a. I, I don't want to say she's not ignorant. She just doesn't. She's just, you know, she's worked on her life. She's uh-huh. been. So she's. I don't blame she's her for not. She's not up to the time. Exactly. And I don't blame her for not trying to get all, you know. I don't, I don't want to, I don't blame her to get to, to trying to be more knowledgeable about mm-hmm. stuff or anything. She's worked so hard her life, her entire life, so she's basically just enjoying whatever. She, right. I, I don't like the, you know, any, I wouldn't take, you know, the comforts away from her. Like, you know, I don't listen to that. Just, I just let it be kind of, kind of like, just kind of like, whatever she tells me. Oh, they said this in the TV. I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. Mama, mama, mama. Exactly. And then she's so stubborn too. Like, and, it, and I get it from her. And I'm stubborn too, but like I, I get it. Like how, yeah, she's like an American now. She just believes anything TV does, anything. No I hardly guys. watch TV. I don't read the newspapers anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and if I hear the news, it's always from either one of the kids or somebody <laughs> at work. And then sometimes I'll turn the news channel on, like Irma. I turned that on the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I watch Big Brother only because our mental health <laughs> clinician texts me and reminds me to watch it. <laughs> Otherwise, I pay $160 for nothing. That, that, that's the thing. Well, that's the thing that got me into podcasts because uh, this is uh, the Joe Rogan experience. I don't know if you know Joe Rogan. He was the guy. I don't know if you've seen the show Fear Factor. Oh, yeah, Joe. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. He, well, basically, he's podcast. He just talks to everybody. Uh-huh. He talks to liberals to conservatives he talks to anybody and that's what kind of got me like you know yeah. he got me more open-minded listening to both sides of the uh-huh. story and he got from like really like liberal people to like really conservative people and mm-hmm. and it gives you a better point of view and see and then you're like oh okay this is what's going on everybody's just talking shit about each other that's right. the biggest problem they're not yeah. trying to see their point of view they're just talking shit on their point of views mm-hmm. and that's what causes the biggest problem that they don't they don't want to see their point of view well, nobody tries to really get to exactly. know exactly they don't exactly yeah. and i was i was learning about the i was listening to this other podcast about this guy had a muslim um you know muslim um i want to say he was like uh what do you call those a scholar somewhat like a muslim scholar so he was uh yeah he was talking about the the religion and how you know how people persevere but most of the people that are in isis and also they even haven't read the the quran they haven't no. read the book themselves right they just go by what their elders the, the people recruiting them is mm-hmm. telling them mm-hmm. and it's and it's hard for them to like say no when they see in america coming in their country bombing them and doing all this stuff it's like we don't we yeah like, oh, right yeah exactly yeah. basically yeah they just, oh, you know what i don't care what you're telling me i just i know that the if you think the book says they're they're bad and they're, I mean they're sh- America is showing their bad side, right. so the, the book saying they're bad, so basically okay yeah they're bad let's, yeah. let's fight them. Yeah. It's believable. It's believable because yeah, yeah. they do. Yeah, it will be the same way. I'm pretty sure I will probably fall the same way. They got nothing to lose. Yeah, they already lost everything. Yeah. All they have is their life, and then they're willing to lose their life for something right. they believe. And I don't blame them because they give them a purpose. To, yeah, it gives them a purpose. Yeah. For fighting for. Exactly, they believe they're gonna go to heaven. It's, yeah, it's amazing to see how many of them uh, boys and men will let them be packed with bombs and go stand somewhere in front of a building for what they believe. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, it's, it's kind just of amazing. It's, it's kind of getting to that here, but like, like all this uh, the liberals of the. They're getting bad with the liberals of 
people that they can't they can't like um, anybody that's like a conservative they can't hear what they're saying they're getting all really mad yeah like they can't they can't have a honest conversation about sexuality anymore because there's this, all this trans like transsexuals and this other made up like genders now mm-hmm. that you are a boy girl or yeah some people want to but they want to be catered to them all the time and like that's what I was that's that's the part like you got way too much time in your hands to be worrying about that shit. Mm-hmm. People in third world countries are worried about the next meal. You're worried about if they're gonna call you she or he because yeah. you want them to call you she or he. Right. And all that. And and I, and I feel like something just has to give, because it's so bad from both sides. Like people in Berkeley, they don't let conservative people talk at their college. Right. Because people are gonna get their feelings hurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. That's bad. That's really yeah. bad. They're worried about that shit when there's all this other stuff going on. Although yeah. we have Trump, you know. Uh, and that's well, the thing. Trump the, made the it. new bill that for the armed services. No, yeah, that one was a. That's just stupid shit, right yeah. there. He's an ignorant person, but um, I I would think he would be happy whoever wants to sign yeah. up for the armed service and exactly fight for the country. Exactly right. He should be happy. But Anybody no, that's capable. That's of right. Serving. And then you have. Here's what's scary about the world nowadays. You have all these Republicans going, oh my God, what have we gotten ourselves into with this president? They're like flip-flopping. Their heads are just swaying back and forth because nobody could keep up with Trump. (laughs) Why isn't he impeached yet? That's what I want to know. If he hasn't been killed yet, why not impeach then? (laughs) I want something done. I want it done now. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. Like I was telling her like, why do we keep it going? Yeah. Why do people just stop? Like, why do you keep listening to it? Just stop. Like, the whole system is messed up and everybody knows it, but it's just so, you know, it's so, everybody's living so uncomfortable that no one's going to stop or start a revolution. No one's going to yeah. stop like, you know what? We're not going to keep following the government anymore. Well, we can't because he's got so much money and he's got so many pockets. Is that the thing? Like, Money is just an idea now, because basically the physical money, there's no physical money anymore. It's all in computers. Yeah. Like, that's, not, that's the only reason I was telling her that I will want to invest into gold, because mm-hmm. there's physical, you know, the, the dollar's not backed by gold anymore, so, but with gold, there's gold. You have a yeah. mineral. You have something to give to somebody in exchange for something else. Right. But with mm-hmm. the money now, digital, like, in your credit card, like, how am I going to give you my dollars for my phone or my card now? Right. To switch in a, I need your bank account number to put it. Exactly, yeah, exactly. (laughs) But but I mean, like, what if that goes down? The the internet goes down or something? That's it. You lose everything. Right. Mm -hmm. That's it. You no one's gonna have a record of it anymore because everything's on the computers Mm -hmm. anymore. Mm -hmm. The computers go down, and that's the thing with the gold. And they go down a lot too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they go down a lot. Very true. Are you ready to wrap this up? Yeah, we could wrap it up, but thank Let's you do for wrap it up. Um, good conversation. Yeah, that was a really good conversation. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I was. Uh, then I have this idea about how about keeping it. And I like it to kind of keep it as like a journal for myself, uh-huh. just to kind of remind me what I'm doing. Because the older I'm getting, I'm just kind of forgetting stuff. Uh-huh. How old are you? Twenty-five. What? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, I, I feel like I I feel old because older. I messed up my back when I was working. As I was working, I did a lot. I like, I did a lot of growing up. Even though I was immature in my younger years, uh-huh. but having because I was telling her when I was, I was, I was the one paying the bills in the house at 
when I was you know, 14, I was yeah. the one taking care of the bills. My mom was just giving the money, mm-hmm. and I would make sure every bill got paid. Oh. I was, you know, I was working. I was, uh-huh. I was already driving. I had been driving since I was 14. Huh. I was, I was doing my own things when I was 14. That's why, and you know, kind of like I was, I, <laughs> I know my, my, I gave my mom a really hard time because I, I really honestly do whatever I wanted when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's hard for a single mom to, that's working every day, all day, right. trying to, you know. Just to keep you know keep a roof over our heads, right. to take care of a a, a, kid, a teenage kid and a teenage oh, girl because my sister control them exactly mm-hmm. my sister's just a year younger than me. Uh huh. So basically, you know, we were out and about every weekend. We right. were out. We don't care. We would just come. I would come home Saturday morning at six in the morning because I didn't care. Uh-huh. Like my mom could have stopped me. She would want to, but right. I was still. I was gonna do what I was gonna do. Right. I was still. I used to have responsibilities, mm-hmm. but I was. I was not. I was. I was mature enough to know my responsibilities. And immature enough to now really have a sense of how much will affect me if I do something really stupid right, at the time, right. and and that's kind of like it, it's kind of like for me like I kind of blame myself too because of my sister the way she went because she's the complete opposite of me mm-hmm. now, but I kind of blame it on myself because I was the one that was taking her out with me, my friends, oh. and then. <laughs> She kind of started making friends on her own by herself. Uh-huh. And she kind of just went her way and I went right. my way. And that's when everything was messed up. Yeah, you <laughs> and you got attention. snapped out of it. You got I got snapped out, out of it. it. And she kept on going. Right. Because she, she was actually like hanging out with a lot of game members, uh-huh. game members and stuff. So that was then, you know. I, yeah, there was a time she was really did into it. Like, I remember, like, I would tell her, like, you know, stop doing all this stupid stuff, you know. And sometimes we have arguments. You should tell me. Oh, I want to tell my friends to come and jump you and uh-huh. this and that. Where you really that dumb to do that? And like, you know. But that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> something just. <clears throat> I just feel like I, I grew. I had to grow. I grew up a little faster than uh-huh. a lot of other people because I. I was. I've been working forever, yeah. and that's what kept me. I I think a lot of the the gang kids. Um, a lot of our kids are just like you explained your home life, you know, the mom's always working and um, it, she couldn't control the kids because she's she's working and a lot of the moms up there are working two jobs, especially the Hispanic families mm-hmm. and, and uh, most of them are old tradition from Mexico. Yeah. So they, even though they're here working and stuff, their beliefs are what they know from Mexico. And the kids, they just want attention. They want something, you know. And and even though they know mom's working and always gone, they get that from the gangs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, because that's what the gangs offer—is family. Absolutely. Family. Yeah, like yeah, I don't unity. know. If, I don't know. Yeah, if, honestly, unity. at that time, well, yeah, that's the thing. My sister, when we were in sixth grade, when she was in sixth grade, she had like really bad side attacks. Like she couldn't go to school. Uh-huh. She will cry. She will cry. She would cry. She wouldn't go to school, so my mom had to pull her out because the core was like, if you, you know, if she gets missing days, we're gonna have, you know, we're gonna bring the cops to your yeah. house Correct. and see what the hell's mm-hmm. going on. So she just ended. Up, she dropped out since it was in sixth grade. She's huh. been dropped out of the schools in sixth grade. She's yeah. a year younger than me. And she never went back. I don't know if she got her GED now. Like I said, like me and her, like we're okay now. Uh-huh. And mostly, it just basically was just mostly because she had the baby, just my nephew. And kind of that kind of like, okay, you know what? I want to be part of his life. Yeah. And so I want to keep it, you know, civil with her. Because there, there was some times that I could have said stuff, but I just, you know what? I'm just not going to say anything because right. it's going to be a big argument. Yeah. So, and, and that's the thing. It was just her having the kid that helped me kind of like get over, you know, be more, kind of like be able to talk to her more mm-hmm. and stuff. 
Does she still love at home? Yeah, she still love okay. at home. She still does that with my because my mom helps her, you know, wash the kids and stuff when uh-huh. she's working out. Now she's just a little better, just because she's a little busier, you know, uh, working and you know she has to take care of the kid now. That's is her. she still with the boyfriend? No, 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 no. That's oh. what I'm saying. He's in jail right now. Uh-huh. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. He he wasn't he. My nephew's about to be uh, he's about to turn three next year. Is it from the same guy? Though? Yeah, the same guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So that same guy, but yeah, I don't know how. But yeah, he hasn't been there since he was born. Uh-huh. But he's in jail. I don't know when he went to jail, but he wasn't there when he was born. And I know he was just doing out doing whatever he wanted. So your nephew's probably, never met probably his out dad. getting another girl pregnant. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I gotta. I haven't really talked to my sister about any of this stuff. Like I said, I'm still like kind of like, cause she still kind of behaves like the like like you know like the type of people that I hate dealing with the mentality. Yeah. She, she kind of like still has her, you know. That's how she grew up with, with all those people, so mm-hmm. kind of just has have that mentality. So it's really sometimes it's really hard for me to like actually like just have a back. conversation <laughs> yeah. with her because yeah. I just hate because I'm not I, on the same level. Exactly, I always I always you know I, after all that happened, what happened to me, it kind of mm-hmm. like I was like, oh man, I can't deal with these people no more. Yeah, they don't, they just don't. Like I, I could talk to them, like I could, I could you know, but I can't have a like a really serious conversation yeah. about what's going on because they just have a different mentality right. and then I don't think she will get what I'm coming from honestly because yeah. she always just she always like kind of just thought that I was like that I felt like I was better than her but uh-huh. I was like that's not the case I'm just I just have a better idea what's going on right. just, a little bit smarter a little, and a little more yeah a little more yeah a little more knowledgeable now mm-hmm. that than before and I was like yeah and it kind of but now she's a little better but uh, I, I don't know if she's all there yet because yeah. she still talks to the dad. I seen she got a letter from him. Oh really? Oh yeah, the other day. But that's what I, I don't know what's going on. So does she give him money? Put on the books or? I don't know what she does. Honestly, that's the thing. I don't know what's going on with her like at all, and it's hard for me yeah. to actually get, you know, have a conversation with her just because of the way she still is a little bit. So it's so hard for me to do it. Like I kind of like. I got just barely the day. I the day. I remember I told her I was like, cause I was, cause she wanted, I was, you know, she wanted to lose weight after the baby and all that stuff. So I was, you know, I gave her, I gave her a little diet. Cause she, she had to follow it. And I was talking to her like, I was like, so you gonna do the diet or not? You know? And she said, uh, um, oh, I'm stressing out this and that. I was like, look, do the diet. You're gonna feel better. Mm-hmm. And I told her, don't get back with the baby daddy. Don't not get back with him. If you don't get back with him, if you need help with anything, I'll help you. Uh-huh. And the kid, you know, I, I won't. No, I was like, I'm gonna help my nephew no matter what. But if you need help, I will help you. Uh-huh. But as long as you don't get back with him, I don't want you. To. She said okay. She said okay. Didn't really. It was over text, so I can't really oh, get a feel of what was really going yeah. on. But that's the thing. Like, that's the only way for me to actually like talk to her without yeah take because you know there's no tone of voice there. Right. There's nothing, no arguing. No arguing. Yeah. It's just kind of like just, it's just kind of like just the, the, the okay. This is what we're saying to each other. Right. And uh, it's not that way because sometimes they're, they're, I hear her talking and I'm like, oh. Yeah, he gets <laughs> frustrated with even the way she talks. Uh-huh. Yeah. He like, can't stand it. Yeah. <laughs> well, she had the cholo talk? Is that what you mean? She was like, well, hanging out with a lot of the Norteño, uh-huh. the Northern guys, the people that wear red and right. all that. Right. So he was all about it. She was all about it. I was like, oh, my God. It's, yeah. So, so I mean, but. I get it. That's all they know. They they don't know any better. So you know, mm-hmm. and, and a lot of them do get out of it. 
Some of them do. Not a lot, well, but some. Some, some the, the very few, mm -hmm. when they do get out of it, they come out way better than they... Yeah, they do. Yeah, they yeah. actually turn around and help, or exactly. try and help. Yeah, because they have, they have a better perspective on yeah. life when you have two points of view. Mm -hmm. And that's like, you know, anybody from anywhere. Like, I met people. I had a friend. He's, he came from Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. He was helping the military over there. And yeah, he has a different, like, he's like, yeah, at first, like, people, you know, because he has an accent and the way he talks, you uh -huh. know, English is a second language. So some people thought he was just kind of, like, dumb. But uh -huh. he was actually, like, when I talked to him, I had an actual conversation with him. Pretty oh, yeah, yeah, he's pretty smart. Yeah, he was a smart guy. He was working on airplanes oh, back wow. over there. You know, he was, like, a, I think, like, a translator or something for the army, mm -hmm. the military. So that's how he got to come to America uh -huh. for, through the military. So, yeah, but... Yeah, he had a whole, yeah, he had kind of the same points of view as me because he came from a whole different country. Right. And he was like, you know, he was old enough. He knew exactly what was going on over there. And he seen the differences in where he got right. here. Yeah, right. he got fat when he came here. <laughs> 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 he showed me pictures. I was like, dude, yeah, you're going to have a fat. Yeah. Now, you're, now you're a real American now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the same thing with, yeah, that's like, yeah, you just got to have a, if you have, I, I think you gotta go through some kind of struggle just to have a better point of view here, mm -hmm. here in America, because it's just so easy for you. Right. So if you don't have any struggles, basically you you probably just gonna waste your time, without you know, with not making the most of your time. Yeah. Because you're just mm -hmm. taking it all for granted. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very mm -hmm. true. Mm -hmm. well, yeah, that's like like right now I'm trying to just take advantage of as much stuff as I can. Like right now, I'm trying to be at work as much as possible, working okay. a lot of hours. I went back to school. I've been seven years back going to school. I finally went back to school. Oh, good for you. Yeah, I finally did. I'm doing one class at least, but that's all I need for now. Uh-huh. And, you know, Baby to, steps. Exactly, yeah. Because yeah, I'm not trying to... I want. I know it's going to be uh, long. I know if, even if it's slow, I know it's going to take long, but mm -hmm. I don't really care yeah. as long as I have one class. I told her, I'm not going to believe it until I have a class that I'm uh -huh. on. Like, I'm actually already doing the homework. And yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm in school now. Right. <laughs> and even now, it's like... it's a little bit easier right now because uh, I was I was I was I was really good at math most of the time, so mm -hmm. most of it was kind of easy. But now I like I feel like I I feel the gratification after having like a good grade now again. I yeah. feel good, and I wish I would have had the same mentality when I was back in high school to actually take in all the information that they were giving mm -hmm. me. Now I regret it so much that yeah. I, that I didn't pay as much attention as I should. Right. But I mean yeah. now, but you know, it's better later than never. Than never. It's a living, learning experience, you know. Mm -hmm. We all say that about high school. Man, if we did just pay better <laughs> attention. Well, that's the thing. Like Instead I, of what we were wearing and who was who was going out with who. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I know that uh, I know I could have done better, but the thing is, like, like I said, I was out with the bad kids, and I right. was basically out during the week. I would work and go to school, and then on the weekends I would go out with all those. I was like. Mm -hmm. I, I seen it for myself like oh this is my way to relax and like hang out and unwind because I mean I was going to school and working and yeah. I was so you know I was a kid doing all that stuff mm -hmm. and it was you know it was hard labor because where I was working at the time it was all illegal immigrants so they was uh -huh. it was basically like they were everybody everybody in that warehouse was getting taken advantage of mm -hmm. no overtime no uh they wouldn't know they wouldn't pay for overtime right no vacation no sick mm -hmm. time. If you didn't go to work, you're going to lose your job. Right. And most of them depended on that job because it's not that easy to get a job. When you right. Have... You call in sick, you don't get yeah, paid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, days, exactly. You yeah. don't get paid for anything. You, if you don't work, you don't get paid. That was, that's the way it was. I, at some, I, at some point, I was, I was, I was, I was willing to quit going to school just to start working in the fields mm -hmm. so I could make more money to help my mom, but she didn't let me. 
And I'm glad you didn't. Have you seen some of those commentaries and stuff about Trump? Uh, If you pay to have the wall put up, who's going to run our country? Who's going to take care of the fields? Who's going to do this? Who's going to do that? Oh, yeah. Because Americans aren't going to do it. They're too lazy. Oh, no, they're not going to do it. And and I have a first hand. I worked in... The, the 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 food the food industry that's mm-hmm. where a lot of a lot of minorities work at a lot of Absolutely. a lot of you know, especially a lot of Latin American people mm-hmm. a lot I work with a lot of Salvadorians Mexicans all the times you know for mm-hmm. the most part for the most part all the cooks uh-huh. well they're yeah they're all they're all yeah. like the Latin Americans nationality mm-hmm. my our head chef was uh, from uh he was Salvadorian you know he was oh, in yeah. Salvador. Uh-huh. Um, and I worked in construction before too. Mm-hmm. Everybody's Mexican. And, all, and when I was uh, uh, when I was working with AT and T, when we were building, they were building the new houses that we were in there, you know, to put in the new telephone cables for all the uh-huh. new houses. Everybody there was Mexican. Yeah. All the Mexican. All, all the hotels, the oh, really oh, yeah. nice hotels yeah. and stuff. Everybody's They're Mexican. all illegal. Yeah, illegal. Ninety yeah. percent. Oh of yeah, them. most of them. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure they were. Yeah, everybody. Mm-hmm. And Americans aren't gonna do the job for the no, product. No, they're not. It's, Especially the, for the pay. It's, that's and that's the reason we have illegals is because America needs illegals and because yeah. it's a capitalism. It's a capitalism because they, they, the capitalism needs illegal immigrants. Yeah. So that's how they get their work done. If they didn't have yeah. illegal immigrants, the capitalism wouldn't really work here. Because mm-hmm. they, you know, they gotta. They wouldn't be able yeah, to afford exactly. to pay. I, I remember one of the the little post about Trump when he brought all this crap up about the wall and uh, he wants Mexico to pay half or all but whatever but um, somebody one of the comments was well who's going to drive you and your wife around and your kids around to <laughs> get rid of them all who's going to do this who's going to wipe your ass <laughs> all this stuff and I thought that's the truth who's going to do all that for you yeah because yeah, that's capitalism. Like capitalism, if if uh, okay, if, you know, uh, you know, a white person or an American citizen, they're gonna Not want benefits. Person, yeah, 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 American citizen, just American <laughs> citizen in general. They're gonna want at least over, at, at least like probably five to ten percent over the, the minimum wage. Mm-hmm. They're gonna want benefits. They're gonna want a four hundred one k. They want certain hours. Exactly, certain Weekends hours. Weekends off. Exactly. Yeah, they're gonna <laughs> want vacations, vacations, yeah. holidays. Yeah. So who are you gonna pay? Who are you gonna hire when somebody else comes in? I'll do that for mm-hmm. ten bucks. Nothing, mm-hmm. no benefits, no, right. no nothing. Oh, the there money. you go. Yeah, right there, and that's what drives the country. Yeah, that is that's a fact. And and people were saying, uh, oh, uh, they're costing us like they're costing you know tax, they're costing us tax money. The immigrants, mm-hmm. the illegal immigrants are using our services and stuff. Mm-hmm. I never used anything when I was illegal ever. That's how. That's why me, and my mom had to work to pay the bills because mm-hmm. there was no. There was no whatever section eight for us, no uh, yeah. welfare for yeah. us, none of that stuff mm-hmm. was there for us. That the most that she, my mom did was go to the food bank. That's it. At the most. And, and you know what's ironic <clears throat> about that conversation is that we think all the illegals are abusing our system, mm-hmm. but they don't have ID, they don't have documentation. They're terrified. Mm-hmm. We got kids who don't go to school. Because the parents are afraid they're going to be pulled out of schools now, mm-hmm. which they proved in Santa Cruz when they did a big sweep for illegals, which was stupid. But um, what what are they taking from us? What services? Because they're scared yeah. shitless yeah. to go apply for anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. they, don't, 
Yeah, no, you're not gonna see any a lot of illegal immigrants going to no. a, a government building no, and be not. like oh, and signing in their names mm-hmm. and their information. No, because they don't want to get caught. That's a fact. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. Like, and even prior to Trump coming into office, mm-hmm. they they didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no one. So exactly like when I was like when I was illegal and I was driving, I was everybody's scared when you're illegal here. You're driving, you're scared all the time because. And, and you know you don't have money. You don't have much. The thing it was the the reason it was like not. It was more like a, like a you know you had to drive to go to your work. We you don't have a license, but you still have to drive to go to work. So right. it was a gamble all the time because yeah, most of the time we couldn't afford a nice car, and it was mm-hmm. the car we had. It was around like probably from a thousand dollars to two thousand dollars at the mm-hmm. most. That's what we could afford right. at the time. And then if you drive without a license, the cops could come. And if you get pulled over, they take your car away because mm-hmm. you don't have a license. Right. And if you no want to get out of the in- no exactly, they keep no it. They keep nothing. it. They keep it in the impound for mm-hmm. a month, and it costs you a thousand dollars. People lose their cars, and that's their main. That's their, that's how they make a living. Yeah. So, for they, they don't even take them out anymore. They all they do is they have to buy another cheaper car because right. they can't afford to bring out the. That's other. right. Yeah, that's that's how we use. That's always happened a lot to us. It happened mm-hmm. a lot to my mom. She got pulled over a few times. And yeah. They took the car away. They took. They only happened to me once. They were gonna let it slide, cause he, he, he even the cop knew. He said, "Is your mom an illegal?" Uh-huh. And I was like, "Yeah, but okay, that's why." Like that's how he knew that, mm-hmm. you know, cause they're in Stockton. Cops have a different mentality, cause they yeah. see all that stuff there. And um, he was like, "Okay, you know," and he was gonna let me go, cause he understood, you know, like, mm-hmm. "Okay, I get why you're doing this, cause right. that's how you know that's just how an illegal." Illegal, illegal immigrant household kind of works, mm-hmm. you know. They already know. Right. They come across it, especially in South Stockton. Cause there's a bunch of, there's a lot of Mexican people yeah. living in South Stockton. Mm-hmm. So he knew, but the only reason he let me go is because I didn't have insurance. That was the main reason. Uh-huh. But if I would have insurance, even though I had the license, he would have let me go. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's what I'm saying. But they understand. Well, that's like, oh, yeah. like, I never had like a really beef with cops because I never had a bad situation mm-hmm. with any cop at all, ever. And he's had a well, lot of run ins with. And that's why when (laughs) Trump came into office, a lot of the parents won't come and see the kids at visiting. Mm -hmm. And we we tell the kids, tell them on the phone, because our kids get to use our phone once a week. Tell them, we do not do that here. They can come and visit. Uh We don't do that. <clears throat> yeah, like it's like it's just it's terrifying for families and uh, yeah, and they don't you know and does the thing like uh, I we like now we have to pay to work here. We pay to get a work permit, uh-huh. so we're able to work here. Right, and they don't see that. Like no. people here are getting paid to not work. Uh-huh. And and uh, whatever it happens, you know, everybody gets like for me. I don't think so much about. You know, people just, you just get lucky where you're born, mm-hmm. your status. Right. You just get lucky. It's just random. Yeah. Everything's not random. Sometimes no we don't ask for we, what exactly, we Exactly, yeah. We don't. So, like, I, for me, like, I never really, for myself, like, I never, I, even though they have much, when I came here, we literally had nothing. Right. All we had was uh, paperwork, you uh-huh. know, like, birth certificates and yeah. all that kind of, like, you know, just for doctors and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And um, and all I had was the clothes that I had on, and I didn't right. have anything. Everything that I, when I had growing up was hand-me-downs from all my cousins. Right. So I never, I, and I never, even though like on Christmases, they would get all this nice stuff for Christmas uh-huh. stuff, I never envy them. I never had like a, oh, a, like, oh I want that. You yeah, know? Like, yeah. I never had that in me. Like, oh, good for him. Right. Like, that's it. Like, and, and, and with anything, with anybody. I'm like, thankful it's like, I'm just thankful for what I have right now. Mm-hmm. I don't really care that you have that. Right. Good for you. I don't care. And I don't see why people can't 
get that to can be that way with everything. It's the greed. Yeah, exactly. It's just mm-hmm. luck. You just, you just, mm-hmm. you just lucky. You just got lucky. You're not special. You're not better than anybody That's else. I say the more we have, the more we want. Exactly. <laughs> and the younger genera- generation, the me, me, me is what we call them. Yeah, my little all one. of our trainings. So it's entitled. the me, me, me. Yeah. Yeah, my first mm-hmm. like my first like the my first like you know like American like my cousins their first gener- American uh-huh. generation. Yeah, they're pretty lazy. <laughs> I mean, they're don't get me wrong. They're pretty smart. My uh-huh. they're like my my uh, my cousin Stephanie. She's you know she's she was a uh, she's really smart. She was a she was in the, she was the editor for the newspaper in high school. Uh-huh. She will uh she will review books uh-huh. like people publish like uh, authors will send her books and she will review their books and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So she has a lot going on for her. But at the same time, she was lazy. Like me and my cousin, my aunt will get us on the weekends because she does the she goes to the flea market. She has her whole stand. She sells uh-huh. like you know second-hand stuff right so we me and my cousin every weekend have to get up early and have her set up and uh-huh. put everything away right and now none of my little, my younger cousins none of them none of them get to do it uh-huh. and my aunt was like what the hell how come you're too good to help yeah like, what the fuck and like why you let us just stay <laughs> home you used to like always be on our get on our yeah, ass yeah. to help you but these kids get to stay home and do nothing uh-huh. Sleeping. Yeah, like worn out. Because they're tired. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? Like, you know, that they just they just have it way easier now. And yeah. you know, it's it's what everybody. It just you know, it just um, it just has its consequences being that lazy sometimes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very true. Very true. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Well, yeah, that's, that's a good mm-hmm. conversation okay. right there. Okay. <laughs> Well, if they freed me from this prison, if that railroad train was mine, I bet I'd move it on a little farther down the line. Far from Folsom Prison, that's where I want to stay. And I'd let that lonesome whistle blow my blues away.